Plus three, where we try to solve the world's problems one beer at a time. With us today is Emaspatorian, Lord of all chodes, Michael Zamora. Fat, 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 fat. <laughs> I believe the children call him Flappalicious. Also, right here in the studio that is his home. The man who chose RC Cola in the Pepsi Challenge. Rickney Manderson. <laughs> <laughs> I am your host, Mictifer Cuntlove the Third. It is February sixth, twenty fifteen, and we are Bill. Plus three. What was so funny about me liking RC Cola? Because <laughs> that's totally you. <laughs> fucking Floyd fan. Yeah, exactly. That's, uh, I thought that. I, was I like, mean, not only... What? He wouldn't choose... Because I was like, he chose Coke in the Pepsi Challenge. I was like, no, he wouldn't choose RC, RC Cola. Cola. <laughs> He'd just like, pull that shit out. This shit's better. Yeah. Not only would he choose RC Cola, he would fucking berate the other two till no end. Yeah. What did, what did you do before I friend face some, I thought you were going to make some kind of comment about me uh, driving a Honda. It's like, there he is, <laughs> driving by in his Honda Civic with his RC Cola. Hey. <laughs> yeah, but cars have nothing to do with that. You're still yeah. hung up on that? You, sound, you seemed a little uh, no, uh, touchy not, about it earlier, earlier this I week. I still have never finished that episode. <laughs> oh, that video. Because that video was insult. It was actually personally insulting to anybody who would buy that kind of car. No, no, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. He was making you sound like a, anybody who would buy a, a Honda Civic sound like a complete knob. And maybe some of us just looked at that car and said, it, it hits all the right things that if I want. If the condom fits. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. You know what? And if it doesn't fit, you put a little lube on the inside and slide it on anyway. <laughs> well, I'll keep that advice in mind. Because it makes its own cock ring at the bottom. That's right. <laughs> well, I think we've all been, maybe you haven't, but I've, I've, we've all been there. Oh, so the guy who likes RC Cola hasn't been there. Is that what you're saying? I just Whatever. don't imagine you ever using a cock ring. That's all. Not willingly. <laughs> so you've you been raped for? by a cock ring? Well, what do you use them for? Mike? <laughs> like how you had that little brief moment of looking like you were going to explain. Well, so you see the, the, the I think co- he could do it much more oh, okay, eloquently. Okay. The cock ring. Yeah. Mostly for me is for spraying my piss all over the place. Because typically what happens to me is I'll forget I have it on. <laughs> and I go take a leak. I've done it too. That's awesome. Good God. Okay, well, it makes me want to try one. <laughs> but its real intention, its real purpose is to keep your heart on a little bit longer as it's going to keep all the blood in that dick. It's going to get like rock, brick, not rock, like brick hard. Oh. It, you know, normally I'm rock hard. It's going to get brick hard. Ah, yeah, well, but the, the only problem I found is, is eventually when you do come, it hurts like hell. Yeah. It hurts like hell. No, I wouldn't say it painful. Nah, pain, uh, borderline I, painful. Last time, well, it's been a long time since I did any kind of toy play. But uh, uh, 
but that was it, it was always like you know hey it works great up until that point and then maybe i was just there was a lot coming yeah if you know what i mean yeah. it was just i was young and there was a lot and well, that's what i was gonna say is paint the, the fucking walls fire that's, that was i was i, <laughs> I was called uh i was <laughs> never mind I'm not even going to go there. It makes for a very intense <laughs> orgasm. One that might be so intense, you might feel like you're going to nap afterwards, right? Okay. And you know what? I, to be honest with you, I don't think I've ever used them with a lady. It's always just been jerking off by myself. Oh, wow. Really? <laughs> no. So you fall asleep, well, my girl, right? my girlfriend at the time called me Jeffrey Pollock, so... So you fall asleep, right? And then you wake up and you got to take a leak in the middle of the night and you forgot that there's this thing that's on you. And then that's where the piss spray comes in. You're like, oh, fuck me. Where, where do you have any of your works hanging in any galleries anywhere? <laughs> I don't know if she kept that. <laughs> you know, typically my wife. You just need black lights everywhere. <laughs> oh God! I think they use some of the sheets in uh, CSI, whatever. <laughs> so, yeah. Typically, I was going to say. Typically, you know, my wife will not listen to the podcast. But then the last episode came out last night, the night before, and I had yeah. just turned it on and was listening to it, so she got to hear hear it. Mm-hmm. She didn't really appreciate me talking about masturbation. I was like, baby, what? I'm trying to take the shame away from masturbation. You don't understand. Well, you can't talk about it. Everybody's going to hear about it. But you don't understand Everybody, the point. all three people are going to hear about <laughs> it. Right. <laughs> I'm doing my little piece to take the shame I'm, away from it, and you're just wanting to add more shame to imagine it. Imagine how embarrassed Jeff and Brandon are going to be when they get to that part. <laughs> you're right. Mm, yeah. Like, oh, we heard this last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> we got to hear it live. Um <laughs> Speaking of last weekend, I wanted to mention the that habanero beer that we had on the last podcast. Yeah, Wait, yeah. Yeah, let's talk about that because that that actually was sort of a revelation. Because was, I think you and I, I almost it was had good. you and I. Well, Rick it and was, I. I mean, you were on the ball like from the beginning. We'll uh-huh. give you credit where credits due. You were on the ball from the beginning and enjoying the beer. Rick and I didn't enjoy the beer the first time. But it was real interesting because I had been thinking about it, and I know Rick had been thinking about it because he's well, like, that's "Hey, what I loved? I loved the fact he was like, you know, I couldn't stop thinking about this beer, so I had to go get a full growler." I know. I was like, I like I told you guys, my I hated it. My face was freaking burning through that entire podcast, and then the next day, I just keep thinking, "Man, I'd love to have more of that." <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck is wrong with me? Why am I? I'm it's ridiculous." <laughs> it was. It, it was like midget sex. It was, and you know, you don't really enjoy it at the time, and in the morning you feel a little bit guilty and kind of shameful. But like fifteen hours later, you're like, God, I need some more of that. Yeah, <laughs> and your mouth is burning. It <laughs> was exactly like that. Well, you know what I what I even oh, found you're the that, best that one. <laughs> you picked up the full growler of it for the party, and what I yeah. found in particular was that yes, I wanted to try more of it, but as long as I was pouring like little two, three ounce pours, yeah. and I could drink it. It it was fine, you know, mm-hmm. because I wasn't looking at this tall glass. Like I think uh, last week while we were recording, I kept picking up the glass and going, "I gotta finish this. <laughs> I gotta Dude. finish this." Yeah, and uh, that became the bigger problem. So I was like doing a little couple ounce pours. And I, I swore I, I drank at least half that growler last weekend. Just oh yeah, pour it yeah. a little bit at a time. Then I'd come back, pour a little bit, yeah. pour a little bit. It's a terrific beer. Yeah. I don't know how I was trying to give it one star or even two. That was definitely I, I, a definitely I, a three or more star beer. It was a terrific beer. It was it was fantastic. Yeah. It was just it's so overwhelming that I think little tiny doses and you're just gonna chug it 
all night long. I'm completely changing my rating for it. I think I gave it a one also. I'd at least bump it up to a... I wouldn't call it like a, a great... It's not a great beer, but it was. it's way, it way, be- way better than the one I gave it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm oh, amending absolutely. my rating for that up to a three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I would have it again. And what's funny is when I went into Maggie's to get the to get it filled up, the there was a guy sitting next to me. It's he, still there, he asked, now, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he asked me. He, he said... Uh, he goes, is that stuff any good? And as I told him, I said exactly what I just said. I said, yeah, it burned my face off, and I hated it, and now I want more. <laughs> and he started laughing. He goes, well, I'm going to have to try that one next. <laughs> and uh, I got into a chat with him, and he, it turns out he was friends. He's friends with both the people who opened Wander and uh, who oh, also, yeah. also with the people who opened Aslan. And, the, and he, he started mentioning that. I don't know how we got into that, but he, he eventually mentioned that fact. And he uh, apparently he was part of some uh, home brewing group in Bellingham that the, that they were all part of. Oh, and the the girl behind the counter said, "She goes, so why is Aslan's beer so unremarkable? Unremarkable, yeah, That's kind. Oh yeah, she was she was kind of had a smirk on her face, you know. And, and he goes, and he was nice. Was it Maggie? Because Maggie always seems to have a smirk on her face. Uh, I don't know if that was. I didn't ask actually. Uh, skinny, not too tallish, just." Skinny, Might have been straight hair. Yeah, I the other one is not quite as skinny and a little shorter. Uh-huh. Wears glasses. No, no glasses. Yeah, that was Maggie. Oh, okay, that was cool. But she, uh, she, she said that she asked, you know, what? Yeah, she was being kind of nice, I think. But he was. Uh, it's interesting. He said that the that the people who owned Wander were extremely meticulous, very detail oriented, and they had, I guess, they had continued working on the beer in private. Until they were absolutely certain it was perfect. You mean Wander? Yeah. Did, did I you say said that? You said Aslan. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, Wander. They were really, really just perfectionists, mm-hmm. and they refused to do anything with it until it, until they had it just right. Oh, absolutely. Right. I, don't, I don't blame them in the he least. He said the guys who own Aslan, and he, was, he said, you know, he goes, I like their beer too. But he goes, here's their approach. Their approach was, let's just learn how to do it, and then go and, and keep learning how to do it while we're, while we're running a business. You can't do that. Well, they're, I mean, they're doing it. You can do it, but it's, yeah, it's, yeah, I, I like I, Wander's attitude much better, I think. Uh-huh. Um, it you, does suggest, you, though, you, that you, the guys you, at Aslan yeah. at least have an attitude of they're, they're still improving. So right. maybe a year That's from the now. That's the difference between like artisan and, and just, you know, be, be, the B method. The brew, the, the, the home brew. The right. B method is, is entirely practical, and it's all right to do if you have some innate ability. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I find myself mm-hmm. stumbling through life in much the same manner. Figure it out as I go. Right. But if you don't have innate ability, you tend to fall flat on your face and not get anywhere at all. And I hope I hope they're not, Aslan isn't that, but I'm just saying, if you're going to learn as you go, you better be a quick learner, and not everybody's a quick learner. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just I, it was very interesting to to run into somebody though who knew the owners of both places yeah. and they got the logo right. I'll give them that. What's that? What's the logo? Aslan, the little lion. It's cool. It's a cool looking Aslan. little Aslan. Oh yeah. You mean Jesus lion? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was the first thing I was like, oh, strike one. Oh, you mean you mean Woods beer? <laughs> yeah, shut up. I stopped going there. <laughs> I found out that they're fucking douche canoes and super religious. Oh, Woods coffee. Have, yeah, I see. Oh, I, yeah. No one ever explained that to me. I just enjoyed the flavor of their coffee. Yeah, and then everyone was like, "No, I hate that. I hate that." I'm like, "Why do you hate their coffee? It's actually pretty good." And then finally, mm. it took our listener to explain to me. Brandon was like, uh, oh. well, "Here's why most people don't like it." And he started talking about it, and I'm like, "Oh wow, I'm never going there again." 
I have like a little bit bag left in my cupboard, and I'm like, I'm never gonna heat that. Just throw that shit away. First, I'm gonna shit in the bag. I'm gonna set it on fire, and then I'm gonna put it right outside of Woods Coffee. And then I'm gonna stomp it out right in front. But of But now the I store. can't do that because I just admitted that in a public space. So. But you know, are they refusing to make coffee for gay couples or anything like that? If a gay person comes in, hold to get on, a I haven't even reached our subjects yeah, yet, mm-hmm. douche canoe. <laughs> Gonna open me up for a segue. I'm gonna roll right into it. No, that was a very good segue. (laughs) But these guys, because even Woods, I guess, has not hired people on the basis that they're gay. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Have they asked during? I mean, where did you hear that? Because I don't think you're allowed to ask during an interview, right? No, no, you're not. You're not allowed to ask. But that doesn't mean they can't probe. Or you know what? Okay. You know, when I was a smoker, they always used to say smokers can smell our own. Maybe they just got one on the squad just to kind of sniff them out. <laughs> you think? Oh, they got they got the Nazi spy. They yeah, got the, they no. got that. Uh, they I, they don't need. I uh, you know I think conservatives have a very good gaydar. Yeah, because most not of them yeah. speculate right. as to why. No, they don't. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah they do. They do. <laughs> conservatives do not have a smell very their good own. <laughs> oh, I get it. I get it. I get it. Anyway, on to our subjects. Our subject today is Mike's beer anger. Net neutrality, which is probably going to be a very short subject because uh, I don't think anybody read the same shit I read. I don't understand uh, it. And sexuality in the new millennium. Also, muggles on pegs. I'm not sure what that's all about. Okay. Muggles on pegs. <laughs> Why don't we start with, with muggles on pegs? Muggles on pegs. I was, uh, I was working on a server, as I often do in my mm-hmm. job, that somebody else had set up. And they had used a, a password for the for the admin not the admin, but as something inside one another program that was MumbledyPeg. And, and I saw that, and I thought, that's weird, because I've never, I've heard that phrase many times in my life. I don't know what the hell it is. It's all lowercase? I've case. never heard. That. There's no numbers in there? No spaces? No special Muggly characters? Peg? There were other things. I'm not giving you the whole password. Did you Google MumbledyPeg? <laughs> if you were to be on that server and type MumbledyPeg, you would not get anywhere. Okay. There was, there was a... Other stuff mixed in with it, yeah. So, um, what is Mumbly Peg? Mumbly Peg, yeah. Life. I went and looked it up and I couldn't believe it because it reminded me of a discussion that we've had on this podcast before about overprotectiveness with children. But this goes so far the other direction that I find myself becoming like the parent who wants to protect his children. Mumbly Peg is a game that kids used to play. Ooh, yeah. I like that sound. Um, around the turn of the century. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Oh, too late now. You're drinking that We're building. A, mix up beer. Farting. Huh? Okay, Jeff Jeff got his farting out of the way. So now we can continue. <laughs> Until it gets to me. Well, it, it, to but, be honest with you, it's an event. <laughs> You're not selling tickets? Sometimes just... life-changing. Sometimes <laughs> life-changing. Often life-changing when you're involved with it. So anyway, so I looked this thing up, and it turns out around the turn of the century, the 1900s, not the mm-hmm. 2000s. Um, Your dog snores. It was a, uh, <laughs> our dog does snore. <laughs> yeah, listen, listen, everybody. All dogs snore. <laughs> yeah, she. It's uh, it's funny when we first got her, you could tell she wasn't comfortable with this because she never actually slept. She would lay there with her eyes just slightly open, like she was relaxing. It's like she didn't trust us for the first week. Well, I would. And either. then, and then have she you started. Seen you people. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't trust everybody in my. You family. don't have fur all over you, <laughs> tail, nothing. No, you can't hear a thing. Yeah, that's true. You can't smell can't anything. Smell. Yeah, that's true. Jesus Christ! You don't anyway. lick your own ass. What the fuck's up with that? <laughs> well, I yeah. You can't tra- trust. Mobbly pegs. <laughs> This was a game that kids used to play in the schoolyard. Mm-hmm. They would bring their knives to school. 
they would stand across from each other, and there was a, a variety of games. Oh, yeah, I know this game. I used they to would win. stand. Yeah, they would. Basically, <laughs> you'd throw your you would throw a knife down at your own foot. Yeah, and as close as you could get to your own foot, whichever kid got closest to his foot won. If you hit your own foot, by the way, you lost. You know, you, you won automatically. That was that was an instant win. That was a roll on a twenty. On yeah, the 20 it was. Side. It was essentially <laughs> no. It's a. It's all about a dare. That whole game yeah. was about a dare. I didn't but know what kid, it was called. I but played the, it before. Yeah. The kid who lost had to pull the knives out of the ground with his mouth. Oh, we. And I, and then the, there was a, another variation of this game where you would throw yeah. the knives at each. You would start with your legs spread way apart. I played the one where you threw your knife, the yeah. knives at each other. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah and and try to get as lands, close to the feet as possible. Well, no, you actually, feet? yeah, in between the feet. And if mm-hmm. you got between the feet, they had to move their feet closer. I grew up in Skagit County. Closer and closer. And you this. had to keep going back and forth <laughs> until your feet were like to the point where you're like, I don't think you can make that without hitting my foot. And then if you chickened out, you lost. Mm-hmm. If you move your foot. Yeah. yeah. And I just, this whole thing, I was just, my jaw was like on the desk the whole time I'm reading this. I'm like, I cannot believe there was ever a time in, the, in America when school kids. We're allowed to stand out in the playground throwing knives at each other. And furthermore, humiliating each other by, like, you have to get down on your hands and knees and pull the knives out of the ground with your mouth. Like, there's none of this none of this game that modern parents wouldn't be absolutely climbing the walls, freaking out over. You know, it's like none of this would be allowed. Here's the saddest part yeah. about exactly what you're describing. Yes, that game is kind of weird and creepy yeah. and dangerous. Right. But at the same time... Yeah. Like schools at that time mm-hmm. were better than they are now, in some respects. Yeah, no, in most respects. Like uh, I believe it was uh, it was someplace in like Kentucky of all fucking places, like some of the worst schools in the country. Yeah, uh, grade schools, and they found some grade school tests from the turn of the century. Yeah, and they were like, our high schoolers can't even pass this test. No kidding. Yeah. And it was like a seventh grade test. Hmm. Yeah, the math, the uh, the uh, I mean everything on <laughs> no it. Wonder, no wonder kids back then had to carry knives and smoke during recess and stuff. They were stressed yeah. out. Well, and not only but when everybody's lunch didn't come with like the uh, uh, paper straw in the carton of milk. No, it was it was like a tankard of beer that just comes. <laughs> I have a dissertation on Rene Descartes. I, yeah, exactly. I need to get out to recess and have a cigarette. Well, <laughs> it, 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 you know, it was sink or swim though too because most people didn't make it past the fifth grade to get to that seventh grade test that was actually difficult oh right oh <laughs> yeah there was a lot of weeding out yeah that's true there was a but lot of again, weeding well a lot of the, yeah, the but, poor kids couldn't do it because they had to work but they didn't see it that's another thing that i i, I would i'd say it was better back then is that they didn't view that as weeding out they just viewed it as okay you're not that Let's well it wasn't necessarily that if you look at history um, it was always the rich that were able to uh, continue oh, their yeah. educations oh, yeah. because they didn't have to work. They didn't have their parents didn't own a farm, or they didn't they didn't have to uh, apprentice in something. Yeah, you know they didn't have to. Uh, I don't think support they, part of the family. Yeah, I don't think they had that shame though associated with the idea that you can't get through school. I think back then, no, it was no, just not like, at all. It's like okay, so you're not you're not a, a academic. Well, you need, well, there was stupid kid. The oh, world yeah, the sure, world needs janitors. We all know it. I mean, yeah. come on. But they didn't view it as a oh well, you're too bad you're a janitor. They just viewed it as well that's what you are. It's yeah. not. I think. I mean that's the impression that I get. Well, maybe that's which not- I think that's kind of cool. I don't. I don't like the snottiness. No, we need remedial. We need remedial. <laughs> well, we do. This no, is no, a no, day not, age, no. and I, I always hated the, the no child left behind policy. I yeah. fucking hated it. Yeah. 
Well, maybe that's kind of the problem, though. Is the it fact is a problem the the fact that now a janitor's not even bottle, bottom level, right? Maybe it's because we invented a new bottom level, which is the McDonald's worker, right? No kid wants to work at McDonald's. Yeah. My dad, I can't work at McDonald's. That's what am I a retard? Well, you know, you get a fucking job. You know, yeah, janitors higher than that now. You know, it used to be janitor with down low. Now janitors make pretty good money. I wouldn't mind being a janitor. When you say yes, son, you are a retard. Yeah. But are you that retard? <laughs> What do you get the kid who I can't work at McDonald's? That's really tough. Man. <laughs> That's really tough, man. I don't have that kind. I of have to power. read instructions on how to salt the fries on the package of the, the fries. Burgers have to be flipped after one and a half minutes. Oh, oh, what? See, this, this is, is too much stress. Sitting on the floor. Oh no! Sorry. Oh man, he asked his mic. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So this is um. What are you drinking right now? Fuck! I've already moved past the first beer, but we didn't get a yeah. chance to review that first beer. The very first beer, the pre-podcast oh, beer was. Ooh, that was nasty. We won't even speak of that one. But well, uh, let's, let's actually mention that was Diamond Knot Industrial IPA. Yeah, it tasted oh. industrial. Man, it tasted like it came like <laughs> like you know. At the end of the day, in the in the industry, you might use that little squeegee mop if you worked at McDonald's to take all that liquid <laughs> off the floor. <laughs> I mean, I think that, that might be probably, that IPA. I think that would actually taste better than that beer, though, because there'd be like, you know, French fry grease and salt. Yeah, some so salt, and you know, it'd have like a junk food quality to it, a little bit of texture. It'd be a little less meaty, probably. Yeah, yeah that beer was just way too bitter and too Budweiser. Well, you know, normally, normally I won't use you to to gauge a beer like that. I'll just go, well, you know, Rick's got really good taste, so of course he's going to hate it. <laughs> But the fact that Swatman took a swill of it, and he was like, oh, this is horrible. I mean, yeah. You know, Swatman, after on a Friday evening after work, he will drink anything. I'm sure you could set anything in front of him, and he's going to be perfectly content, yeah. almost. He picked that up, and he couldn't even drink it. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. this this is truly a poor beer. Yeah, it's uh, another one of those ones I bought because <laughs> it had a cool label. Yeah. <laughs> You know, unfortunately for most dogs, you can't judge a beer by its label. Yeah, it's uh, not a good way to go. But uh, what I'm drinking now is way better, though. This is we, that, um, we we took a step like right immediately after that. We moved into Bellevue Brewing out of Bellevue, Washington, yeah. into their Double Red, and it was a fantastic beer. It was, was a excellent. really good drink. Uh, you know, I took that at Miller's recommendation. He was like, "Yeah, Bellevue Brewing is good," yeah. and you know, uh, you know, Miller knows beer, doesn't he? I think oh, yeah. it does. Yeah. yeah, I don't have any problem with his beer picks. Yeah. Movie picks sometimes I'll scratch my head a little bit and I go, oh, you know, I mean, we don't have to see eye to eye. That doesn't mean we can't be brothers. Yeah. You can't pick your brother. Yeah. Um, yes, but sure. uh, the 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 double red was a fantastic beer, and uh, I would go there again certainly. Yeah. And then uh, now we're drinking the the Petite Monk from Wander. Uh, is that where you went? See, yeah, I we I, I didn't Monk. know we had the Petite Monk, or I might have gone there. But I made the mistake of cracking open a Melvin, so I'm drinking a Melvin, which cool. actually, in my mind, went perfectly well after oh, the, the red. Velvet Merlin, you mean? Yeah, yeah, the Velvet Merlin from the red. Not a Melvin. The... It's a Velvet Merlin yeah. from Firestone. Walker. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I might look okay. at my fourth beer. <laughs> You look like this on your fourth beer? Mervin, Melvin, what the, what's what that the fucking fuck? It's the M word. It's the M word. I'm on my Marv Griffin. I felt <laughs> I felt like going to a Velvet Merlin after the Bellevue Double Red was a good... Ooh, that was kind of a tongue twister, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. but I felt like it was a good way to go, so that's how I transitioned. And I'm really enjoying my Velvet Merlin. Mm, right on. I'm still working good. on my... Uh, 
my uh, uh, warm-up warm beers. Your warm-up beers. Because yeah. I think the Petite Monk is a pretty good warm-up beer. Yeah. Petite Monk is a great, it's a fantastic beer. I, no. it, you know, it, it, it as well would have been a good transition. I just didn't know it was sitting over there. It's my, my bad for not listening. Well, Wander is pretty fucking awesome. Well, Wander, they can make no mistakes, do no so wrong. So Muggly Pegs is the game I've played before. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's funny. You've played this. Yeah. yeah, when I was a kid. Oh. I... We played a virgin of that in the hood too, and we uh, a virgin, a virgin, uh, a virgin. (laughs) We played a virgin. I'm sorry, I'm coming off a cold. Some of my words (laughs) sound this similar. And back in the hood, we would just shoot at each other, and you, you know, you try not to get shot. (laughs) There's that. A little, little bit different, but kind of the same. There was no, no being a pussy because everybody wanted to run. Really. You hear gunshots, you go the other way. In my very yeah, in my very white neighborhood, we would glare at each other. <laughs> we'd just give each other these really dirty looks. Yeah, yeah and if you hurt somebody's feelings, then, then they lost. I've only been shot at a few times. <laughs> Once was in Seattle, and, and I was really high on acid. <laughs> and I disrupted a... It must have been a pretty decent like drug deal going on. Yeah. It was in the dumpster area. I don't know if you've ever been to the dumpster area of Seattle Center. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like just dumpster after dumpster. Right. It's just dumpsters everywhere, and you can't really see into it because of the big, big fucking dumpsters. Yeah. Well, I was high as a fucking kite, yeah. because I'd been smoking weed all day, and then we dropped acid, and my girlfriend started cheating on me in front of me, so I was like, nah, fuck you guys, and I took off. Are you sure she wasn't inviting you in? If you do see, that in front of somebody, know. it might have been an invitation. But I think she was trying to get with Keone at the time, and I was like, I do not want to see Keone naked. You were so, you might have just Keone, been being, my buddy Keone. You've you, probably met him. You might have been just too sensitive at the time. You weren't open. To yeah, it. I was so sensitive at the time. I was a teenager, and I was really fucking high. <laughs> so, uh, but I ended up uh, wandering around until it got dark, which was right after we started. I swear to God, it was like time travel. It was like a diz acid. Now it's dark. <laughs> but <laughs> but I was wandering around and I could I got lost in Seattle Center and I ended up there. Well, there was like this BMW, all tinted windows, coming out of it, and there was some dudes, like two or three dudes, standing next to the car. Titty sprinkles and uh, titty sprinkles. <laughs> I don't have that anymore. Um, but uh, <laughs> I, I I wandered to the middle of this fucking thing and went hi. <laughs> And just turned around. This is when I still had hair and long hair at that. Mm-hmm. And I just turned around and started walking away. And, and obviously the, the dudes got done with their shit. And I heard this, and the, the fucking, they just gunned it right at me. Oh, no. <laughs> and I like leaped out of the way. And then suddenly they went, like three or four shots out of the car. And a couple of them whizzed by my head. But I heard them hit the, uh, what do you call those things? The dumpsters. Dumpsters. Yeah, and I just fucking went, <laughs> that was fucking awesome. <laughs> that was and the only thing I can think. The that's whole that's why Jeff time. always identifies with the NPCs. What in Grand Theft Auto? Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. But I like how we went with the V8 sound over the V6 sound, so he got that correct. But yeah, <laughs> oh my god, I, I, was, I, I was very familiar with those dumpsters because you know if you ever talked to Ben, Ben would know. Me and Ben, we worked at the Seattle Center, and I would some. I, oh. It was my job to take out the garbage. I worked at the the oh. French fry. The fish and chips, yeah, and burgers, Quincy's, and then right next to it was the fish place. I oh yeah, name. yeah, I know you're talking about. I, and uh, I don't know if they really wanted me to do that job because at the end of the night, I had full control over those keg taps. 
So I would just, you know, we'd had the 48 ounce, the super sized mm-hmm. soda. Just, nah. I'm going to have my beer and then I'm going to walk out of here. It was a great job. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I only got to work there for several months, but, you know, I was familiar with the garbage area. I yeah. had to take the garbage that's, out. That's was, where I got I shot hoping, at in Seattle. I was hoping you'd tell some story like, oh, I went out there one night and <laughs> to get my drugs and some goofy long haired guy was out there. So we shot, shot at, at you. <laughs> yeah, we shot at this dumbass teenager, some white kid out there. Yeah. <laughs> it makes you feel better. I mean, they probably weren't trying to hit you. It was just No, they fun. were. I'm sure they would have hit me if they really yeah. wanted to. Well, and so that, that was, that's that's what I got gathered from because I remember being shot shot at by the farmer and he hit us <laughs> rocks rock salt rock salt yeah. Oh, oh yeah i i didn't get much rock salt it was my buddy that got all of it but oh jesus because uh well it was it it was a pot farm we shouldn't have been there we just kind of wandered into it <laughs> so you i'm picturing farmer get off my land yeah i'm picturing a nice kindly old farmer i'm thinking what the hell did you do to this poor guy to make him want to shoot you I didn't no, it's it was a, yeah okay so a little skagit it used to be a lot in skagit yeah. well even up here there was a lot i mean yeah. I, I grew up you know i spent some years out in custer and you know, there was a couple of little uh, tiny grow ops but there was a couple little grow ops and then during the summer you know you get enough sun and heat you can do it yeah i, I skagit i'm sure is even better because they're kind of like out there where the sun is shining all the time a little bit more than up mm-hmm. here yeah yeah, well, it was it was it was was what it was. It's all good. Yeah, fucking but. outdoor weed. I, let me tell you about outdoor weed. I had me a little outdoor weed earlier this week, and yeah, you don't you don't want that shit. No, yeah. you want the hydroponic oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> you want the shit growing under tell, lamps. Tell us. I remember about when your my buddy weed. <laughs> when, well, no, when my buddy uh, I, when I lived in Southern Oregon in Ashland, yeah. uh, my buddy uh, uh, ended up having these huge plants. I mean, they were probably yay tall. They were like yeah. three or four feet tall. Yeah. And they were in his closet, just lined up, and he had these lights above him and everything. Well, he went to, and I was supposed to go with him, but I didn't because I'm a dumbass and stayed for a woman. Um, but uh, <laughs> he went to go spend three months in Costa Rica, yeah. and I had to take care of his plants. So I was like, I'll take care of your plants. <laughs> and uh, I, I was high every fucking moment of that three months, man, because I wasn't, I was getting laid a lot. But I was not, uh, yeah, I wasn't in Costa Rica getting high a lot. Mm. So regrets? Yeah, that's one of the few regrets in my life. I don't have a lot of regrets because, you know, you got, if you, you get, if, even if it's regretful, at least you have a good story. This, it was like, it's a shitty story, but it's cool that I had weed. Blah, I'd much rather been in Costa Rica. <laughs> But when you, you, you know what? When you're young, you don't realize there's squish everywhere. You know, you, you know I've got squish Did you just now. Did call it squish? Yeah, squish. Squish. Okay. I'm, I was just, I've never Is it not squishy? That. Is it not? <laughs> it's squish. Not the good ones. <laughs> no, even the, the good ones is like even more squishy. Squishy good. <laughs> squishy good. Squishy not derogatory at all. Yeah. Squishy good. So squishy is <laughs> the, squishy's squishy's the, squishy's the opposite of uh, So I think we found lead. the title squishy of good. our there episode. We go. I'll squishy jot, good. I'll jot that down. <laughs> Shall we have a title vote right now? Or? <laughs> anyway, so, so what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, when you're young, you don't yeah. realize there's squish everywhere. You just know you got squish in front of you, so you make the mistakes. Yeah, I made, I made a horrible decision. I used all the money I could have went to Costa Rica with. Uh, instead, I moved in with my girlfriend and paid for everything, and mm-hmm. that didn't work out very well. So. And you had indoor weed, but just better than outdoor weed because no, I, and the weed was mighty fine. It was good. Yeah, stuff. see, I I had some outdoor weed this week. It was funny because I, sm- I smelt it and I was like, oh, I'll smoke it anyway. I was like. This is so weak. Yeah. Was, oh, this is outdoor yeah, dirty weed. weed. Dirty weed. 
And there, there's obviously a market for outdoor weed, but I'm not sure why. It's called Ashland. Uh, well, <laughs> you know that's kind of where my next jump was. Is, is not every you know not everybody's going to be drinking uh, Velvet Merlins and Bellevue Brewing. Some people might drink Budweiser. Of all Some the people, fun. there's your segue, my friend. F- Mike's beer anger. Let's get on with it. I want to hear your your sellout anger. Come on, g- give me your teenage well, I mean, angst. <clears throat> My teenage angst. Come, it is teenage angst. It, no, f- fucking right it is, motherfucker. <laughs> well, you're, you're, That is exactly you're what this... I haven't felt this kind of anger since I was a teenager. Good for you. What we have right now is last weekend was Super Bowl Sunday, and during the Super Bowl, an ad from Budweiser happened to play. This ad went so far as to berate and make fun of people who were into craft beer. Okay, well, we all know that Budweiser isn't necessarily craft beer. I think I think that the punctuation on the end of their commercial was, hey, we were craft back in 1876 or whatever the fuck they came out yeah. with their Beechwood aged beer. So... The, my biggest problem with this is, hey, okay, if, if Budweiser being Budweiser wants to make fun of craft beer, that's fine. I, I get it. You're not us. You're not into what we do. I don't necessarily enjoy drinking a Bud. My uncles, who are much older than me, or my grandpa, old motherfuckers and dumb motherfuckers like to drink Budweiser. Mostly synonymous for right. both of those things. My biggest problem with this commercial was... We'll get there soon. <laughs> At the beginning of the fucking commercial, they launch with Fufu beers being pumpkin peach ales. Pumpkin yeah. peach ale. Yeah. Like, you know. Which Aslan just came, or not Aslan, sorry. Uh, Elysian just came out with. Elysian. Like the summer before. Right. And then they, it has the a, year before, and they, they bought them up. Which is kind of funny. Yeah. Thanks for stealing my thunder, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a dick. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> Well, so they call out the 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 pumpkin peach ale as being who the fuck wants to drink this except for hipsters with their big beards. Did you see the hipsters in the sh- in the yeah. commercial? It was kind of cute. Yeah, some girls out there like those dudes with the beards. It's okay. I, it looked exactly like us. Yeah, <laughs> no, maybe looked exactly like us. except for twenty years younger. Yeah. <laughs> so like if we if we were allowed Not to age and get to where we were at and, and then become cool like we are and then somebody reversed aged us. Without going backwards, yeah. that that's the hipster. Yeah. It's basically they're kind of like not. they never got over their geekiness. We yeah. were forced to get over our geekiness right. because it wasn't acceptable. <laughs> it wasn't acceptable, no. So, and now that it's acceptable, you're like you motherfuckers. Yeah, they can just cultivate it now and just yeah. tell it something cool. That's yeah, fucked up. But yeah, that that part of the ad pissed me off a little bit. It's like I don't even know any hipsters. In fact, aren't hipsters supposed to be into like the shitty beer? I believe right. like the, you yeah. know who Caleb is. So, yeah. uh, but he's not like a pretentious, annoying hipstery mm-hmm. type like they were depicting in that ad. Well, That's we we all know Eli, but, and the funny yeah. thing is, Eli's not necessarily a hipster. But wherever we go, where there's hipsters, yeah. he blends in like fucking wallpaper. <laughs> <laughs> like, Hipster like, wallpaper. <laughs> we found another title for. Him. <laughs> <laughs> we were at that bar in Portland, and I couldn't find the motherfucker, and he was standing next to me. He's like a... Wait, there's... No, that's not him. Wait. <laughs> He's a social chameleon. He's blends right in. in Portland. Right in. Actually, he is. 
He really fit. I mean, even at the biker bar, he looked like he fit in there. That's it was like Jesus Christ. Does this guy not look like he? If he that was like a he, biker bar, then well, this house is okay. It was, it was a hipster was biker a bar. Hipster biker bar, but still, it had a significantly different look. <laughs> Have you ever been in a fucking biker bar? I've been in several, and um, that was not a biker bar. No, I actually leather bars for men are not necessarily biker bars. I've been in those too. <laughs> I'll go anywhere. You know me. <laughs> But yeah, that that annoyed me with that ad. But the uh, the thing that I'm just puzzled by that ad is it's what company would would produce an ad celebrating their own mediocrity or trying to put it out there as like a we're proud of the fact that we're you know Neanderthals we're, we're watching the football denominator. Never mind that, kinda, that was kind of the point. Yeah. And that's the point I kind of garnered from the whole thing was like, yeah. wait, you're you're glad you're the 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 yeah. the, the most popular. They're the and make- the most the most inane and yeah. just okay beer. They're the McDonald's of beer. Yeah, exactly. So it's like wh- even, even McDonald's. McDonald's. <laughs> I know they try to pump themselves up as a little Jinx, nicer. Buy me a coke. Okay, anytime. <laughs> but um, even McDonald's tries to like elevate their their image. Mm-hmm. They don't sit there and go, "Hey, we're the you know the burger that you don't really we like. don't care. Come get fat." <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're just the food stuff that you shove in your face when you don't have anything better to eat. We're the alcohol stuff when you want to get drunk. Yeah, exactly. For cheap. Five dollars, you get two days worth of calories. They almost say that in the ad. It's for people who just want to drink. It's It's like, uh, okay, those are assholes, and I don't want to be around One of my favorite quotes is actually from the, uh, I don't know if it was Coors Miller or just the Coors Company. Yeah. It was like, um, anyone who doesn't fuss over their beer probably shouldn't be making beer or it was something to that effect yeah. their quote their tweet was that it was like um i'm sorry but we fuss over our beer yeah. you we know don't fuss flavor is beer. much more important than <laughs> you know and i thought that coming from a company that is essentially their peer right it was like oh look at these guys yeah. they're like you yeah, fuck these guys look we're gonna write this shit have you seen this ted i love shit. the idea they should just put in their ad we just laid off our entire quality control staff we <laughs> We're not fussing over it at all. We're right. just dumping no it shit. in, dumping it in. So I mean, those are b- real valid points. But my biggest valid point was that <laughs> they had just in the last couple of weeks bought Elysian, yeah. who Elysian has been doing wonders. Like we you know, we reviewed the uh, the the. Uh, it wasn't poinsettia, but they had like a special beer, like fucking eight dollar a bottle of beer that was so good. The yeah. elderberry beer, yeah. not too long ago, that was fucking I amazing. Never had any of that. The, yeah, you did. I did. When did I have that? Yeah, episode twenty six. <laughs> Was I there? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they had the elderberry beer. Space dust has hit the market. They had the uh-huh. one with the fucking the the disco lemonade with the tagger with the <clears throat> shit coming out of his eyes. That oh, yeah. that IPA was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What did you give uh, the winter ale from Belle- Bellevue? Uh, I'd give it three. Three. The winter ale from Bellevue. Uh three. Yeah. Three. Yep. Okay. We're going three. Mm. Yeah. It's a really good beer. So. They they just bought Elysian. Two months ago, they bought Ten Barrel. Ten Barrel was another great brewery out of Bend, Oregon, which, you know, I, they, there wasn't a lot of beers they had done that I'd found really good. We had the 16 barrels that they had done yeah. during the uh, Black Friday oh, party. Really that stuff. one was really fucking good. I know yeah. you dug the swill. The swill was kind of oh, good. It was awesome. And they had a few beers it. that were good. They uh, they actually had a, a beer in Bellingham with a local connection. They had gotten, uh, it was their cherry or raspberry. Yeah. Their raspberry brew where they'd gotten the raspberries from mm-hmm. Boxberry here in Whatcom County. Wow. So they had a local connection. They were, you know, a big local beer. 
So they had just bought these two breweries last year or a couple years back. They had bought Goose Island, hmm. uh, out of Chicago. Mm-hmm. So these motherfuckers are buying craft breweries and trying like to. It's going, they're going out of style almost. Was, and then they they're got, not. Then they got yeah. the nerve to. They got the nerve to. I eulogized ten barrel and fucking Elysian. It made me <laughs> sad to see them go yeah. by the wayside. Where's the bottle? <laughs> Don't interrupt Mike. He's talking. <laughs> She's it, talking. It made me very fucking sad that they had purchased these two companies. Yeah. Because why? I go, look, Budweiser, you want to get back into the beer game and become relevant again, make better fucking beer. Yeah, it's not like they don't have the resources to do better. Why? I mean, it's not like they. Why do they? Why do they have to buy up the the little breweries? Why can't they just invest some money into their own? Make yourself better. Yeah, elevate yeah, your yeah. own game, motherfucker. Right. Unless they actually don't know how. I mean, there's entire. That's entirely possible. You know that that company's so old. It's been passed from you know it's group to group to group. It may just be it's just that some it's fucking just blue old. hair sitting around going. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how to make beer. Do you know how to make yeah, beer? Yeah, I know how to. Well, run we a- have a recipe over here, but we don't know how to make a, the yeah. recipe better. Yeah. Uh, we've got these hop farms that we can't do shit with because they're fucking made by drones growing hops that don't know yeah. how to make specialty hops. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Motherfucker. <laughs> So you buy two breweries that I am particularly fond of that have a very local tie. Yeah. And then you've got the nerve on Super Bowl Sunday where my geeky ass is actually watching the motherfucking Super Bowl. Were you here? Did you come here? No, I was watching it online. I was in bed. I was sick. I've been really sick all week. This yeah. is like my first day out where I feel halfway normal. Right I had to finish three growlers of beer for my birthday, so I've been drinking every day all week. Aww, I'm sorry pa- I left you too much beer, thing. Jeff. No, no. I, it, I still have some sickness left, too. No. Never mind. We'll get into that later. Go so ahead. I'm fucking pissed, and I go, okay, well, they're targeting the Neanderthals. But look, it's not even only Neanderthals watching this game. I enjoy watching the Super Bowl, too, you yeah. motherfucker. And you're going to run this commercial while I'm watching it? You just bought my fucking companies? You go to motherfucking hell. Not only do you go to hell, I'm going to burn you so you die and go there. <laughs> I just want a green screen behind Mike so we can put lightning flashes behind him and I'm taking rumbling thunder. Angry I'm <laughs> fucking furious. Yeah. All week long I'm reading these articles about how craft beer is brewing up. And, yeah. you know, the next day we've gotten into Kasi. We've got the shoots coming out and going, hey, we would never pull this kind of bullshit we've got local ties we've got this many employees we're gonna let them keep their jobs and we're gonna keep it local we're gonna buy our grains locally we're gonna buy our hops locally look back at history man we used to have in northwest washington we used to have this brewery called rainier everybody knew rainier rainier was the macro brew of the northwest not made in fucking the northwest anymore and who drinks fucking rainier rainier used to be bigger than bud around here Rainier used to be the number one beer in this part of the country. It's well, not. Yeah. It's not even brewed here. It's brewed in fucking California now. Uh, <laughs> you know they don't get the hops from Washington. So what's going to happen now that Anheuser Busch has taken over these companies? Well, oh, you can't get enough hops this year, or there's been some kind of drought. Why don't you get some of our factory farm hops? Right. Why don't you get some of our Budweiser hops, and we'll yeah. we'll make a special blend for you? Oh, they'll they'll be they'll be diluted. Little by little, until it, it, they're, not it's, until they're again. fucking bullshit. Yeah, 
So what happens to our farmers who are over on the east side, man? You know, when I go over east and, you know, I might cry and complain about them. But I, I enjoy going over to Yakima being in the fucking Hop Valley, you know, where yeah. where the hops of the entire nation, the specialty hops are grown and cultivated and loved and brought to life so that I can enjoy beer. They're going to be all fucking Midwest hops, you know, because we've got these oh, – it fucking burns me up. They're killing <laughs> the local dichotomy. They don't Wait, give a dichotomy? shit. Dichotomy? Sorry, that's the wrong word to use. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm a dick. But uh, you know, they're really Good picture them. They're 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 really really this 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 kind of move really has just upset me. It's fine with Goose Island because I don't care about East Coast beer. East Coast versus that's, West Coast. That's Midwest beer, actually. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. it's Chicago Midwest. You're right. Chicago is Midwest. Past Idaho, fuck you. Past Idaho. <laughs> You know what's you know it's slightly past Idaho. What's that, Melvin? Oh, yeah, that's right. They're an exception, so you can't fuck them. You <laughs> can't fuck a, them. It's like they like, won't let you fuck them. They'll they'll look at you and go, no. no <laughs> Melvin got it going on. Outside of so, Melvin, uh, yeah, there's Boulevard, but beyond that, yeah. you know, I don't I don't know. Boulevard's who pretty good. Melvin's fucking awesome. You know what the the thing? I don't know if you're. I think we want to say it, anything else about this, but. The thing that kind of strike, strikes me as sort of a classless about that ad is that there's always been this unspoken rule in advertising that the little guy in a market can attack the big guy. But if the big guy attacks the little guys, it well, looks like you look like the playground bully. Uh, you know what I mean? They've been the playground bully for years. Yeah, but if, they've if never... You, yeah, it hasn't happened in advertising, yeah. but it's happened everywhere else. Yeah. I mean, I'm look at uh, a perfect example is Walmart has bullied more small businesses out of business than any other institution. Oh yeah, I'm just talking about the ads. It's though. probably I mean, not true. Advertising I'm just shit up at this point, but yeah. still, I mean, they have bullied a lot of mom and pop outfits yeah. out of business just for the fact that they come in and go, "We're going to build here," yeah. and then they only hire part time, and then they only hire their old and the retarded, and and they <laughs> they pay them shit wages. <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah. but I, I, I'm just talking about the ads. You know, it's it's. There's I been apologize a to Walmart workers. There's been a tradition. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you're too far off with that though. Um, the example that popped into my head today when I was thinking about this was the the old Wendy's ads. Where's Where's the beef? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, they you can they can attack Wendy's, the little company in the in the fast food world, can attack McDonald's and Burger King. And nobody, it, it's fine. You're the little guy trying to trying to force your way in, or like I think Pepsi was was the small company back in the '80s. They used to attack Coke. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like that the, was nobody, the whole nobody Pepsi challenge. Yeah. yeah, but it's weird. It's very. It's almost tone deaf of a company marketing wise to go out and you're the big dominant player in a market and to start trying to stomp on these little guys in your ad. And the other thing that it says is it sends like a. a I, to me, it always feels a little desperate. And um, very. Yeah. Be, being the the people grouped around this table right now, yeah. we are the guys that are used to getting picked on. We <laughs> understand that the dudes picking on us. Are Those picking, guys were shooting at you. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, dude. We understand that we're getting picked on because we're the threat. And if we're the threat, then you're weaker than us. Yeah. At some level. Yeah. Just wait till we're thirty, motherfucker. Well, and then I saw that's why this uh, article in the New York Times with the headline "Craft Beer is Booming, but Brewers See Crossroads." That's why when I started reading this. And I found out how much in the last four years the craft beers have just exploded. Craft beers used to be a little tiny yeah, corner, tiny little bit oh, it of was, the market. It was essentially here in the Northwest, practically. I mean, it was. It was I would not say it came from here or anything. Yeah, but it was the the microbrew thing. 
Excuse me. Really came out of the the '90s with uh, I remember when Red Hook was craft beer. Pete's Wicked. That was my beer. Pete's Wicked. Mm-hmm. Was huh. isn't that a wait? That's out of Boston, but it was a microbrew. Yeah. Uh, but I remember when Red Hook, uh, I know people that talk about uh, when Red Hook, quote unquote, sold out and moved to uh, wherever uh, Chateau, Chateau Saint-Michel, uh, that wine, they're Palm, right across the yeah. street from that winery, mm-hmm. uh, was it Redmond or, or one mm-hmm. of those places. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's the brewery I went to back in the 90s, and it was so awesome. Their beer was good. For the time, it was really good. I mean, mm. if you compare that beer even then to what we're drinking right now, this Wander beer, not at all. But what was available at the time? I mean, that's why we all love New Belgium back in the 1990s. New Belgium was just the best fucking beer. Yeah. Compared to it now, not so much. Fat Tire, I just don't like it anymore. That's all I used to drink back in the day. Hmm. But it was something that really kind of grew out of the 90s, and, and it's just exploded, and I think it's a good thing. Yeah, Competition the, is always going to be a good article, thing. In the article, they right? mentioned that in and this, variety. this year, um, the, the craft beers and the, and the, the smaller breweries have accounted for 14% of the market, which doesn't sound like a lot. No, it is a lot. you think about how small it was, you know, it was only a few years before that, but it was, the, the entire market is $100 billion. So you think if you're Anheuser-Busch and you're watching all these companies eat away at the, like, mm-hmm. a, just 14%. They're just Pac-Manning. That's like, a um, huge. Um, 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 um. You got you to gotta think that that's eating into some of their Speaking some of, of Pac-Man, sales. I don't care. Bud Light, that was an awesome commercial. <laughs> the live Pac-Man. Did oh, you see that shit? That, that was, was badass. Yeah, that, no, that totally makes up for everything else. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't, you, but it was still bad. Anheuser-Busch. <laughs> Pookie, burn I think, this motherfucker I think, down. Uh, well, no, you don't mean InBev, because InBev is just their, kind of their parent company. Yeah. And they're just a bunch of Belgians going, eh, we own America. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're over there going, God, Americans have shitty taste. <laughs> hey, pretty much. Well, they did send us Heineken, so oh. there's that. Eek. Actually, that was in Belgium. That was Stella Artois yeah. that they sent over. And it was like one of them. That was basically their Budweiser is what it is. Like oh. anybody over there that really likes beer does not drink that beer. Stella's not coming to my house anymore. Stella, you don't think so? No, I know. She's that's not fun. getting her groove back. <laughs> Fuck Stella. My wife, you, you don't. That's her favorite beer. If she's gonna drink a beer, she wants a Stella. Not coming in my house. Yeah. Not fucking. I'm at war. Anheuser Busch. I'm at fucking war until I get an apology. You apologize. I might let you slide. Okay. Until I see an apology, <laughs> fuck you. The Dear gaunt- Mike. The gauntlet has been thrown down. We sincerely apologize <laughs> for making you so very angry. <laughs> And thank you for fucking us, because now we know. I'm just picturing that, an ad. With uh, Anheuser Busch shouldn't have done such a thing and shouldn't have made that ad. Sincerely, <laughs> Bush. That would be fine. If they, it doesn't even have to be directed at me. If it's directed to craft, the craft brew scene, fine. Yeah. You know, I know, yeah. I know your kind of beer is not necessarily my kind of beer. Don't go throwing stones, motherfucker, and then don't buy a couple of cool breweries and then throw stones. That's where my biggest contention is, is the yeah. fact that they're trying to angle their way into the market and took no, a couple... they were just trying they, to feed into the, the redneck and the, the, yeah. the that bullshit. Yeah. Yep. Because, I, I'm sorry, but probably out of the entire audience of that, uh, the, the Stuper Bowl... Uh-huh. <laughs> the 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 entire audience, almost the entire audience, I would say eighty percent of the audience is drinking their beer. Right, eighty percent of that audience, right. and they all went, oh, yeah, 
because they all know some motherfuckers that are drinking this beer. Uh-huh. They're, they're a member of a club, yeah. and they're going to make yeah. fun of our club. And, yeah, it's all and clicky. Somebody bullshitty. came at me earlier, and they were like, "Well, you know, it's not really Anheuser Busch's fault. I mean, it's really you know, put it on Elysium, put it on Terran Barrel for selling out." Well. Yeah, and no, what, but that article I just cited talks about how right now there's this kind of fear in the small breweries right now about we might be at the end of this, and this might recede now, and we might go back to the way things were. So in some respects, it's not so much that they don't respect what they're doing; they're just they're freaking out a little bit and saying, "We got to get out of this now." Greed. That I is, know. That is. Oh greed. no, I'm not. I'm not defending it. Don't get me wrong. I'm just. I'm explaining what they think the psychology is behind it, and the guy in the article that they talked to, you know, who isn't. Selling out, who isn't who isn't bailing out of it, says he thinks there's a lot more growth. And even if there isn't, he's still got like he's happy with what he has. Well, have the passion to do what you're doing, and you have yeah. been doing for the last twenty yeah. to almost thirty years. Some of these breweries have been around longer than twenty five years. Have the passion to keep doing what you're doing without becoming monster. You don't want to become the macro brewery. Be happy with being the microbrewery and doing it right and making me happy and you happy and you happy and motherfuckers down the street happy. Have that be enough Mm -hmm. in your life. Have the fact that you're employing 200 people locally and buying hops locally and buying grain hopper locally from from fucking farms where, you know, shit's not mechanically grown. Yeah. it's well, so I think the, the very fact, like your fourteen percent statistic, there, yeah. it's it, it's already proven itself. There's no way it's going to recede. No, I don't think it there, is there is no way it's going to recede. It may not get bigger. It may get bigger. It may not. It may it, it may wax and wane. We don't know. Right. But I'm it's not going never back going away now. It's, it's never going away. I don't know how what? anybody would. How would you go back to drinking Budweiser? Like anybody who's I never this- drank Budweiser. That's the thing. And <laughs> and I the way I grew up, at least the way I grew into beer, is I never liked it. Like uh, Rick I, often I is, is, refers to that as like I always hated beer. I always thought it was disgusting. And then I uh, I tried uh, actually uh, to my own detriment, but this is back in the eighties. I tried uh, Foster's. Foster's was a lager that was really strong. It was thick, unlike the watery lagers we get here. Yeah. It was very different, and I enjoyed that. And then I eventually found a Guinness, which to me was like the end-all, be-all for a very long time. But it was all you could get as far as a different style, a different taste of beer. It was it was essentially foreign beers that you could get. Mm-hmm. And then finally, like I said, Red Hook came out, New Belgium... Um, all of this stuff started in the 90s, and that's what really started me on that whole thing. And Red Hook would even experiment. Red Hook came out with, they did like a crossover beer with mm-hmm. Starbucks. Yeah. They made different kinds of beers back in the late 90s. Oh my God, did we come, become a beer podcast? <laughs> yeah, our listeners are going to be really uh, unhappy with us. Our listeners. They're, they're not. They're going to be really unhappy oh, with Oh, suddenly us. they're talking about beer. What happened to the masturbation? So this has blown my mind, but it also brings to, to light, you know, what is a sellout? Like, for a long time, you know, if, if somebody would... I, I'm, I'm the... Conser- I really... I'm I have the, a hard time with the whole sellout bullshit. I'm the conservative of this group and would go, yeah, sell out, sell out, sell out. But in recent years, last five to ten years, I've really become about heart. I apologize What's important. for your bathroom. <laughs> 
And to me, making these moves where you're selling your company, where you're doing the right thing, Ten Barrel was doing awesome shit. Elysian. And they, I feel like Ten Barrel just came out, man. We just got to know Ten Barrel, and then all of a sudden, snatch. And Elysian, very much the same thing. Elysian been around for a while, but they just recently started doing beers that were excellent that you could get in the store. Like, I knew if you go to show up at the pub, they got some that are really good, but they're not necessarily getting bottled. But I've, been, re- I've loved Elysian forever. But. but Elysian starts doing stuff that's really, really solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they sell out. And yeah. it fucking hurt me. It hurts my feelings. But at the same time, when Metallica sold out, I didn't care. <laughs> I was okay with they it. They were always crappy. <laughs> Sorry. So anyway, I'm not of, even a. I'm a Pink Floyd fan. Don't get me wrong, speaking, but I'm not that Pink Floyd fan. And I always thought they were crappy, but I don't like their singer. So, oh so God, oh now God. I'm conflicted about what it means to sell out and how I feel about companies selling out. And I, uh, I, don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with selling out per se. I mean, if you if you you've built up a business and and you've built value into it, and some other company comes along and wants to buy it, it's your I don't think anybody has any business necessarily judging people for looking at that and saying, "Okay, I, I want to. I'm going to sell the thing that I built up and put men created value in." The problem with a company like some of these smaller breweries is, though, that they really rode a wave of people, you know, who were into these. I don't know. It, it almost feels like sort of a um, sort of an underground. It, it was just I don't know. It was built up by a lot of people supporting them mm-hmm. and then it just suddenly it's like okay i'm off the ride now you're all on you know just let everybody let everybody i'm sorry eventually it. i would do that too i'm sorry i don't care what i, I, have. I don't think eventually i'm gonna be like you well, know what i'm old i don't want to do this shit anymore yeah but i honestly think you do get to choose who you sell it to all right yeah. not just the highest bidder granted because if you own a business like elysian or <laughs> one of those and the, i think it was even uh was it the guy from elysian that said i didn't agree with this Right, yeah. and, and but but I sorry I would still sell out quote unquote, yeah. but I would rather sell to like if I was Elysian I'd rather sell to uh, Fremont or you know, like somebody else. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fuck, wouldn't that be insane? That would be so awesome. And, and maybe this is a good point, right? Like you know you can't be you can't work forever, right? And some of these guys have been at it for twenty or thirty years. Deschutes have been around for they've been in the twenty five year club. Yeah. Um, Elysian has been around for nearly as long. Mm-hmm. Some of these breweries have been around for a long time, and maybe maybe Home Dude's ready to retire. Maybe they started this beer game a little bit late. Maybe they were lawyers first, got out and got into the beer game, and now they just they want to go play golf all day. They want to go home and jack off with their Tenga egg. Who knows? <laughs> so maybe it's if time I'd to- only known. <laughs> I could have had a great fucking time with the tango. Jeff was in there trying to so crack look- it and fry it in a pan. He's like, "What the hell?" No, I didn't know what the fuck it was. So I they're was ready just, to. You're ready. I was to- trying to figure out how to use this on my wife. I probably yeah. should have been doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but at least I'm there for my wife. I'm trying to please That's her. Very so, good. Very good. So now they're trying to cash out. Everybody wants to cash out, yeah. but uh, I don't know, man. I just don't get it. Why cash out? Why not just sell back to your employees? Find somebody yeah. to come in who's got some heart. Let fucking Fremont Brewing come in yeah. and take over, huh? Why not? Why not let yeah. Fremont Brewing? Well, that's management- where your that's where your other point about greed comes in because your employees employees are not going to offer you the kind of money that Anheuser Busch is going to offer you. No, they're going to offer you so. enough money that they get to keep their job. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. 
Is money worth selling your soul out for? <laughs> Fuck your souls forever. Money, money yeah, come and goes. Yeah. I, I sold my soul for a bag of weed and, <laughs> and fucking Taco Bell. Well, <laughs> so, you know, that you did that too. Yeah, Tool and Kevin Smith would agree with you. You know, I I sold out long before you heard of me, and you know, you wouldn't be hearing of me if I hadn't sold out. So, I, you know, and that's the thing I kind of keep going back to, and I keep wondering: Am I making a big deal out of something I shouldn't be making a yeah. big deal out of? Yeah. I don't Sorry, I did. I'm I, like, it's, uh, it's in the grand my, scheme of things, like yeah. breweries selling out or bicyclists in Bellingham. Those are like small, goddamn. Those are like, don't sweat the small stuff. All of that shit is small stuff. Yeah. There's more but important shit going on. The thing I was trying to articulate more very badly earlier. Over, I should say. The thing I was trying to articulate earlier, though, to to sort of relate to Mike's reaction. I found I thought of a better example or an, a, a comparison, which is like a like an underground rock band. This suddenly starts getting kind of popular. It's the same comparison. I know, but it, it makes the fans. You know, the fans support these guys and go see them and and mm-hmm. help them grow. And then all of a sudden, they they sell out to a big record company and become like asshole rock stars. Hmm. You, it's hard for I, I would imagine it's very hard for those fans not to feel like they were used, like they were part of a. No, see, like, I was never mad at Nirvana when they left Sub Pop to go to yeah. Griffin. But they didn't never, bother me. They went to a bigger company, but they, they didn't become the art the same, right? They yeah. kept the art yeah. the same. They kept yeah. the same amount of heart into it. Yeah. <laughs> well, wait five years, you know, if Elysian and uh, if Elysian still making are a still good, doing good stuff, then great. I can't believe they're going to be. I maybe, don't either. Maybe that's my problem. I don't maybe, believe it either. Maybe I don't have enough faith. I think a company like Anheuser Busch is big enough and and is just like a giant fucking automated robot. It's well, going it, to stomp these guys. And it takes and, time in any kind of takeover. It takes yeah. time to kind of for the corporatism, yeah, cor- cor- the, that corporate mentality to really seep into companies like that yeah. it's, it takes time unless it's like really hostile and they just basically lay waste to all the people that work there and completely replace the entire staff yeah. which yeah. is not going to happen in this day and age otherwise people would just go fucking ap yeah. but uh no it takes time for that that corporateness to sneak in there and just just get its poisonous claws into everything yeah and then that's when you get the corporate beer yeah yep Speaking of non-corporate beer, <laughs> corporate brills, we got our hands on sucks. some uh, beer oh. from Noda. Noda, I hope I'm saying that right. Noda Brewing Company in in North Carolina. Are you sure it's not Noda? Sure. But it's North Carolina, Noda. so it's Nada. Yeah. Nada. <laughs> it could be Nada. It could be Noda. I'm going to go with Noda. Nada. Nada. That's uh, when the uh, when they sell it in Mexico, it becomes Nada. No, that would be Noda. Noda. The the beer that we got our hands on is Hop, Drop, and Roll. And according to their website, it's the uh, 2014 World Beer Cup Gold Award winner, American Style IPA. It's an IPA. It's an American Style IPA. It hops in your face. Does it hop in your face? Because it's probably going to be citrus hops. We're going to have to uh, tweet out to this company to let them know that we... uh, we tried their beer. Oh no, over. we're gonna. We, we should hashtag the, these motherfuckers. Yeah. So I want to. I want to get it on tape here. Here, here you go, employees and owners of Noda. Here's. I know. I'm hoping. Here's one of your products this. being opened way over on the west coast. <sighs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't part of it. It will be soon. It, it will be soon. <laughs> so we're gonna try this stuff. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, I'm go. glad I had the the this beer because this is. The 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 Wander Petite Monk. While it has a lot of flavor, it's still one of those beers that's just kind of. It's the perfect cleansing beer, yeah. in a way. 
Oh, we have another bottle or another. Yeah, can. We, you got two. We have cans. two cans. So I'll um. <laughs> two cans. Two cans. Two cans. Okay. Get Sam, come on. How, how are you guys? So, because so far our our oh wow, hey, our experience with East Coast beers has not been good. Well, that's because we're West Coast biased. I oh. mean, even in the punk movement, there was like West Coast punk and East Coast punk, and they fucking hated each other. Same thing with rap. Oh, why would beard be any different from the punk and rap? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying? I'll shut the fuck up. <laughs> like last week, I declared my dislike for the Ramones. You don't like the Ramones? Mm-mm. Oh, what is wrong with you? I could give a shit less. <laughs> the Clash, on the other hand, fucking genius. This is good. Very good. It's extremely good. Well, that's good. I'm glad we're going to, um, you know. Nada. Say something. Nada. You're pretty good. Mm. Yeah, it's more of the citrusy hop. It's, it's pretty. It's a very crisp and clean beer. No, it's actually not. No? It's not very crisp and clean. No. It is an excellent color. Yeah, it's nice. Mm. But um, kind of bitter, but not in a bad way. No, I would duh. normally. I'm not. I'm not crazy. Yeah, I bitter. think that's it. No duh. No it's duh. Good beer. <laughs> oh, they haven't heard that joke before. Here you go, Mike. <laughs> I'm try, sure they have. Try some no duh. No duh. No duh. No duh. Hop, drop, and roll. How come you guys are following Spoiler me? Alert. You came out with something else because I was like, it's no duh. Yeah. <laughs> now, now suddenly it's no duh. You guys are disagreeing with my it's no duh. Spoiler alert! It's good. Yeah. <laughs> it is good. It yeah. is good. I uh, was pull up the app again. I was oh, actually expecting that it wouldn't be because our so far anything we've had from the East Coast or from that part of the world at least has not been very good. Pick. I see. I'm wondering what the ABV is, judging by the color and the texture. Seven the point. color is really good. I like mm-hmm. the color. Seven, seven point the texture two. is is not like I, we've had a, a few East Coast. I, we haven't had a lot of East Coast beers because there's a lot of microbrews over there right now. It's got a um, lot of and head. And I've I've had a few East Coast beers, and they have not had this kind of the. This is a much heavier beer. Is this me. our beer episode? Is Are we this? actually talking about beer during this thing? Yeah, that was the funny thing. <laughs> We're gonna have to change the title to, uh, you know, oh wow, that's plus three. You know, it's not the best. <laughs> plus three. Ooh, that would be a really bad <laughs> that podcast. Would be hilarious. <laughs> I like that. It's that's that is a good IPA. Yeah, that that is on par with a good IPAs. They've they've shocked and surprised us in a pleasant way. Because anything no, that wins an award, really I usually good. go oh, award winning. What does that mean? Yeah. I'm going to give it a four on Untapped. What do you guys give it? I'd give it a three, probably. Okay. Four seems yeah. a little strong. I'll be the tiebreaker. I'm going to go ahead and literally give this. Yeah. Literally. No, I'm actually going to give this. <laughs> a. Uh, uh, this is a 3.5 for me. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as IPAs, um, it's a... Better than it's better than average, but it's even above that. It's it's well above average, and I think I think on average we've given it a three point five, and it is actually a really good beer. Yeah, I would drink it again, again and again. It was much better than cats. Right. <laughs> Speaking of things that are better than average, I watched yeah. a movie earlier this week that was uh, better than average. What? Is that the name of the movie, Better Than Average? Uh, you know, that that actually wasn't the title of the movie, but I found that the quality of the movie was better than average. What's that? It was a movie called Chasing Amy. Oh. <laughs> I've seen that movie. You've seen that movie. I, th- yeah. I think I think at one point that might even have kind of what got us going along and becoming friends at a certain point. 
I had not seen that movie, and you kept insisting I should watch it, and eventually I did, yeah. Yes. And I think that's when you realize this Mike guy might be an all right motherfucker. <laughs> well, you introduced me to a few of those type of things. Yeah. So, so, I so think you actually might have introduced me to the whole uh, Kevin Smith, Kevin Smith thing, that universe. Uh, so earlier this week, I was watching uh, Chasing Amy, which is a little more. Uh, you know, I think recently we talked about. It, I watched uh, another Kevin Smith film with the kids, Mallrats, and. All right. I felt like Mallrats, with the little parental guidance, we could get away with watching that. I wasn't sure that the son could sit and watch Chasing Amy, yeah. and I thought, well, it'd be difficult. I don't necessarily want to. It's a very, uh, it's a very verbal film, right? It's, it's, yeah. There's a lot of dialogue. Yeah, it's very cerebral, dialogue heavy. Yeah. There's not a lot of. Uh, is there any? shit and fuck jokes? Yeah, but is there, there's, there's, there's no some, but there's not like a lot. No uh, nakedness or anything. No, like that. there no. is there is less nudity in oh, this film nudity. than Mallrats. Children should never see things naked. Well, that's what he was saying last time. That um, weren't you saying that that see, was the, something the, that Oliver was getting bothered by? Yeah, oh, but he gets a little embarrassed. Yeah. He gets embarrassed, yeah, yeah. but not bothered. Like I, okay. I, I would rather show him nudity than have him sit and watch this film where the the tones are a little more adult. Yeah, and yeah. I knew they were a little too adult for him, but I knew that the daughter, being 13, might be into some of the aspects of the film, but I didn't want to invite her in to watch it, because she doesn't like watching movies, even if they're good. Hmm. And I didn't want to, like... I didn't your want... daughter doesn't like watching movies? They both hate film. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm learning the sun. Like, the sun will get by by shit and fucking piss jokes, which is why we want watch Silent Bob and Jay Strike Back uh, last night, and he enjoyed it a lot. We we giggled the whole time. Fart, but, dick and fart joke. Yes, but <laughs> chasing Amy a little bit different. But uh, the 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 oldest was sitting in the other room. I didn't want to pick her out and go, "Hey, you got to watch this movie with me," because I didn't want the boy to feel bad. But I knew that if she was sitting in the other room, she'd be listening to it the entire time. Yeah. Uh, so no spoilers here. I'm just going to assume that everybody's seen it because this movie is probably 15 years old by this point. Um, at a certain point, maybe a little older. <clears throat> at a, at a certain point, the m- main female lead is telling her lesbian friends that hey, I'm in love. I've got this new thing in my life. It's terrific. It's great. And she's beating around the bush that this new thing is actually a dude. Yeah. And the lesbians start picking up on it. And my daughter comes in from the other room and goes, "What's the fucking problem here?" She's really upset like, "Why wh- why won't you accept the fact that yeah, she's a lesbian? Why are you beating her up that she's a lesbian? You guys are now pretending that she's left the lesbian club <laughs> because suddenly she's in love with a dude." Yeah. Where is the respect? And I thought, "Oh my god, this is this is such a new thing because <laughs> When Chasing Amy came out 15, 15 years ago, yeah, uh, you know we didn't have this generation of children that had grew up with parents that were into Dan Savage and things doing things outside of the normal and gay people that could get married. Suddenly, she could see the problem with this lesbian group picking on this other person for having uh, a male relationship. Like, her big problem is like, why would you give her a hard time just because she's in love with a male dude? That doesn't even necessarily make her unlesbian just because she likes one particular dude. Yeah. She got really upset by the fact that they were gonna they were gonna pick on her and and mourn her the loss of a lesbian 
because she liked one dude. And I thought this was fantastic. Like this is yeah. this is a completely different attitude out of our our this generation. These children that are growing up can pick up on the aspect. I mean, fifteen years ago, this idea was really fucking far ahead of it for its time. Yeah. So now it becomes real obvious of what a what a problem this is. Uh, yeah. That movie was kind of ahead of its time. I mean, I, I watched it probably 10, 15 years after it came out. I didn't watch it when it originally. Um, I gave it to you, right? So it would have yeah. it would have been five years old by the time I had given it to you. I don't or think more, I, even. I don't think I watched it, though. It, because you had it for a long time before you yeah. actually watched it. I, I gave it to you. <laughs> Let's be honest. I gave it to you, and then you didn't watch it for a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was very far ahead of its time, given where we're at now with uh, gay equality. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I I found it terrific, because in my mind, I, if I go back and I go, okay, well, Kevin's writing about this, and he's going, uh, you know, that wasn't even the main point of that scene. You know, you, you know it's just like, oh, somebody's leaving, and that was to be the norm, and the lesbians were expecting that kind of thing to happen, and... You know, he didn't really give a re- repercussion for that attitude. Yeah, that it was so. I thought it was really neat to watch my daughter kind of pick up on that, and then it was her attitude where it was like, "Hey, give her a fucking break. She's yeah. in love. What does it matter if it's a dude or a girl?" Right. That's progressive, and I think that's very millennial, and that kind of segues right into our next. Topic. That that's exactly <laughs> what I was saying. Is is the the I think the sexuality of these millennials is is something that is. Definitely something that hasn't been seen before, and I don't oh, know. No, if... It's been seen before, but sorry, go ahead. Yeah, when was it ever seen before? Uh, it's called Greece, Rome. Hmm. Um, it's not been seen in since Christianity. Yeah, right. <laughs> At least not in this country. Um, most countries know. So maybe um, they're. But it... I honestly, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say maybe they've maybe they're st- taking five steps backwards to go two steps forward. Ignore all this Christianity bullshit. Um, and and they should. I, I honestly think that the human race is not uh, is not heterosexual or homosexual. It's 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 all of it. Yeah. There's we yeah. and of course growing up and now now being in my forties and it didn't and it took probably a lot longer than it probably should have because I'm not the brightest bulb in the bunch. But uh, it, it took a lot longer than, to me to realize that it, we live in the world of gray. We don't live in a world of of black and white like we live like, in like of... all of our our movies and TV and religions and and all of these things have, have constantly taught us that that oh it's 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 either bad guys or good guys it's either this or that it's either gay or straight it's either whatever it is it's not it's not just rock and roll or rap you can like both you can have both you mm. you can you can do anything and there's people who just like rock and roll or people who are just gay and people who are just straight but most of us i think find that place in between and to be honest with you i yeah i find myself and have been attracted to men i have no problem with that i've never felt ashamed of it maybe it has to do with it was actually spending about two years almost in in san francisco and and talking to people and getting to know people yeah um not not that i did anything while i was there uh, I was already in a relationship, but I've always respected relationships in that manner. Yeah. But uh, 
the human race is not one or the other. We're polyamorous, just like we're omnivores, just like we're many things. It's like Fifty Shades of Grey. Fuck you. I knew you were going <laughs> to fucking bring that shit up. You, oh, come um, on. Come on. Rick, Rick, yeah. Rick, yeah. Can, can you step into my office? <laughs> um, I'm, I'm busy, sir. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm I, got, I, got, I have I'm, some paperwork for you to sign. Uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm busy, sir. In a Fifty Shades of Grey kind of universe where this movie's getting ready to, to drop theatrically. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's going to be pushing a lot of people's boundaries way beyond what they were used to thinking. I honestly don't think so. I, I, I Yeah, I think you're, you're right in, to a point. I think there's a, a small percentage of the audience that will take that. And most of that audience is probably going to be female. Right. And in their 30s or 40s or 50s. But uh, there's... Most of the women that I, I see reading these books, and I see it at work all the time because people go into the employee dining room and read books and yada, yada, yada. And I've seen that book for the last three years. And it's just like uh, I can never see these people doing a whole lot more. They're not in they're the corner rubbing right it now. out because I might sit in that employee break room and be like, oh, girl, I see you stroking yourself. I, I see you say. rubbing that little nub. <laughs> the page is getting. Page is getting stickier and stickier every time you see the book. <laughs> no, I think women are a lot more matter of fact than we we give them credit for. So, so, so given that there's going to be all this this sexuality in place, you know, the one thing that I'm having a difficult time with is there is a lot of members of of my family and then of my spouse's family that are of a little more conservative nature. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you just called yourself a conservative. I, I, as much as you claim to be a conservative and a Republican, yeah. you were not any of that in the least. I, I think our conservative on the show was just quoted a few minutes ago saying, fuck this religious stuff. So <laughs> I think you're... Uh, I think you could be conservative, conservative outside of being religious. My big problem yeah. is... Yeah. Uh, I consider myself quite conservative, but... Not like in the uh, two-party system sort of way. But I'm having uh, a real yeah. difficult time recently, like in the last six months, sitting around with my father-in-law and listening to him <laughs> spout shit that I don't believe in, like where he's talking about marijuana laws and gay people and colored people. And I'm like, I just want to... Wow. So, you know, my... So far, I haven't said anything. I just let my eyes kind of glaze over. My wife said, look, it's, you're being really kind of rude by, I think he can pro- I don't think you're being rude at all. Well, She's saying, like, I, can, I notice that your eyes turn off. If I'm noticing, he's probably noticing that you're not being engaged in the conversation. But you um, know what? If I'm going to become engaged in this conversation. Shit's going to go down. Yeah. It's not going to be me <laughs> listening to him. Oh, I thought when you said you were being rude, you were like arguing with him or. No, or I was just shutting down. And it oh, just... that's the most polite thing you can do and, in that situation. You know, I'll pull out my phone and yes maybe. And no, I mean, if you think but, about the other person, if they have any cognitive ability and they're not just ranting yeah, like I do, yeah. um, but, uh, they will eventually catch up to like what you're doing. Yeah. And exactly. He was glazing over. And I've, 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 I've been accused of that by my wife, and to be honest with you, yes, I've done that, but she's done that to me. Yeah. Uh, there's, we do that to each other. I've done that to my boss. He'll start talking, and then all of a sudden, he'll yeah. start it and do his sports shit, and I'll just be like, <laughs> I mean, I have a kid. You know, and he'll catch up to it and go, oh, yeah, you don't give a shit about this. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry, man. Yeah. 
I have a, a cousin who the other day was posted about this this uh, this bakery in Oregon that refused to make a cake for the gay couple. Oh yeah, um, and who's now in being Oregon of all places in Oregon? Must have been Eastern no kidding. Oregon. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, and refused to make the cake for the gay couple, and now they're being sued for a lot of money. And mm. oh, they've had to close the bakery, and they only sell to particular people now. It's like. She I, was. I she was making. She. What was the fucking term they used? The gay. Gay. Not. Not gay. Nazis. Agenda. Uh, the gay agenda. Uh, yeah. A lot of conservatives love to use that. Oh yeah. Fox News is all about the gay. You agenda. know, as as liberal as I am, though, I am not one of those people that believes that you should be able to sue a business owner for that kind of thing. It's like, here's my thinking about this: those people are going to fuck themselves big time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because they're going to lose. All those. Yeah. Go ahead, put up a sign in your fucking window that That's says why we, we have don't the serve gay business people, Bureau. and go ahead and put up a sign about you know you don't want Asians or uh, what. Go ahead, do it. I don't care, and I don't think people should be suing them. I think they should let them fuck themselves over because yeah. that's what will happen, mm-hmm. and just let it be. Go to another bakery, get your cake from somebody who's a little more like doesn't have their head up their fucking ass. And I'm not, and I wouldn't even call them that pro- progressive, business. right? Like you wouldn't yeah. even call them progressive. You'd call them as being human beings. Yeah. You don't have to be a progressive to treat human beings like human beings. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I side a lot with you. <laughs> I side a lot with you in regards to that. But at the same time, the laws of that state, of Oregon in particular, are yeah. such that you cannot discriminate, which you know, I thought about. What about it? the big sign that says, I re- reserve the right to refuse service to anyone? Doesn't Because yeah. that's a very important fucking sign if you've ever been anything yeah. above... Manager, I, I think discrimination yeah. that works laws. in this state, but not in Oregon. That's why you won't see that sign in Oregon, actually. Oh, oh. and that law is actually state to state. And I thought about it for a while, and I go, okay, well, if they have to obey the rules of their state, then if they were not interested in serving gay people, they should have made it a club, and you had to be a member of the club to buy a cake. Yeah. It should have not been a public. Stored, they should have just made it a private store, which it essentially is now. Gay people yeah. try to join that club, and wouldn't they have to serve those gay people? Yeah, but you can refuse membership to gay to, to you can <laughs> to refuse gay people. to gay only people, to gay people. No, only to gay people <laughs> and color people. And they don't like gay people. You yeah. you can That's not true. let somebody be a member of your club if you want to. I think those laws kind of fly yeah. a little bit more than not serving the public. Mm-hmm. So, given that you're in a state where you have to serve. I say, okay, they're welcome to their opinion. If they don't like gay people, I can't force them to like gay people. But if you're in a state where you have to serve the gay people, motherfucker, you got to save the gay people. I don't fucking I, care. I guess I'm against the whole idea of making laws that say that. I, mm. I personally believe those businesses will evolve themselves into – they'll extinct themselves. They will extinct they themselves. Because Much they, like Doctor Who, yeah. they will not grow <laughs> – to where society is, and they'll just and I, die. Get off of I Dr. Think it's, Who. I think it's a million times more powerful for business owners. Uh, let's say I'm homophobic uh, bakery owner across the street from those guys, right? <laughs> it just sounds silly. I know. <laughs> I don't want no gays coming in here and getting donuts. But, um, I see the business across the street go out of business, and it just, you know what I mean? It, it It's a far more powerful example for business owners to see Companies like that fail, and then they might start thinking, eh, maybe I need to rethink my position on this. Because instead of passing laws that people are going to fight and resist 
and then call you a Nazi or a fascist or whatever they want to call you. Yeah. It's a market I, decide. I say, yeah, because it will. It will. Uh, because there are more people out there who are okay with this, who are okay with you know, gay people getting a fucking wedding cake, than there are people who, who have job, a problem Noda. with it. So, yeah, I know. I was just going to say that again. I was going to bring that up. But it, that was an excellent beer. We're just finishing the beer. Sorry. But, um, I, yeah, I just think that they should... Uh, well, I couldn't sit silent. With. Like, you know, I had my cousin post this on Facebook, and... I'm kind of getting to this point where I just I'm was your, not was, willing was, to sit your, silent. Did your cousin make a yeah. comment? No, she just posted the article. Uh, the Tea Party had written an article, and she just reposted the Tea Party. See, it gives, oh, she's that's, a Tea Party. The other thing, that's the other thing. When you pass laws, then it makes the Tea Party guys. It makes their arguments sound like, oh, the government's telling us what we have to do. That's why it's just let it go. Those people don't are pass laws. Even, even the they Republican are. Party they went, are. Go, yeah. went and said. Um, yeah, a lot of these them. These guys are, like, are crazy. I'm like, a lot of them, that's like that's like the crazy guy in the room saying that motherfucker's crazy. A lot of them are, are you know, closing like, the door to those guys. But that's what I mean. That's go like ahead and leave Lloyd it. Saying you're crazy, it would be a much more powerful <laughs> message to the Tea Partiers to see. Wow, if you're like that, your uh, your your business doesn't get off doesn't get off get off doesn't get off much doesn't masturbation. Get off <laughs> But no, it doesn't get off the ground. So this, need another Coda egg, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Speaking of, but uh, anyway, do it right. Yeah. My, uh, I always uh, what you were talking about your father in law though. That's I'm always. I mean, I'm not trying to justify. I'm not trying to justify an, uh, the older generation's attitudes, but they are. They come from a different time, and you just have to kind of. You just kind of have to either well, blank where, it out like you're doing. Where's my responsibility though? But you're not going to change him though. You're not no, you're, you're not going to change him, and because I've been calling my dad yeah. out on that yeah. bullshit for years, and he and still in, spouts it. And right. he still so, spouts it, even though he's like, "Yeah, you're right." Am, I, am I not responsible though to no. express myself as being me? Nope, I like, don't think so. I've got, I, I've got to continue to let him know that I'm not me, Mike. It, it, I'm, I, I'm not trying to change him, you but could at make the same that argument, time, but here's the deal: your family, your family, and your extended group of family. You, there's got to be peace there. Michael so Zamora. Michael Zamora. Yeah. Much like your wife, you have to keep the in-laws happy. Yeah. And you should talk to your wife and say, do you want me to call his ass out on this shit? Or and, do you want me to just glaze over and, and just nod? Yeah. And maybe the, I don't want to go visit. And I mean, that, that's the type, other thing. Is, is I keep getting grief because well, I don't want to go visit. My wife hates my parents with yeah. passion. Cause that older generation is dying out. So just... just just let him die. Just glaze your eyes over. It's the nicest thing you can do, and pretend like you're hearing him out, and just let that little T Rex with the tiny arms yeah. just fucking. My uh, my my grandfather no, on my my out. grandfather on my mom's side uh, fought in World War II in the South Pacific, and you don't want to hear some of the things he had to say about Japanese people or Asians in general. Well, the, and I here's the problem. That, that, I would, therein lies the reasoning. Um, yeah. There's a, there's a reason. He hated the, these people. Tried to kill but, him. Okay, which I understand is yeah, still kind of bullshitty. Yeah, it is still kind of bullshitty. It's but not, they shot at him. Have you ever been shot at? Because it's not I, very I know, fun. I know. I know. We, so we heard uh, it's, story. Uh, you heard my story. <laughs> I was really high, so I thought it was fun. Uh, after the fact, I went fucking. That was fucked up. But uh, <laughs> at the same time, I'm not going to hate drug dealers just because some drug no, dealers. No, no, no. I know. At me. I, and don't. But, don't. His his thinking and from his world is much different yeah. than like some farmer in the Midwest going, nah, Japanese people are this. He has no reason or but rhyme in, or reason to hate both these cases, people. In both cases, you're not changing their opinion. 
No, no, absolutely not. In both cases, their generation is dying out. In fact, my grandfather is dead. But and when I used to hear that stuff as as a kid, (laughs) (laughs) sorry, I'm I'm a dick. I used to hear that stuff as a kid when he would talk about. He would rant about the Japs or anything. You know, be like, okay, yeah. I know. Even as even when I was six, seven years old, I was like, oh, I know there's something wrong with this. He's this is. This is unusual. This is weird. I, and um, you know, and as I grew up, I, I began to understand what that was all about. And I've told people about this online, and I've been like, a, you know, I've had people go, "Yeah, well, your grandpa was a racist asshole, and you you should have argued with him. You should have told him I where was he was six, wrong." Six, you douche. Oh no, later in life, <laughs> later in life. And I and my attitude is, it's like it's not really my place to argue with him. He had his experiences in life. He's built up There's, his own yeah, biases. Exactly. I'm not going to change him, especially at that age. You know, even if he was still alive at this day, I would, no chance in hell I would change the guy's opinion. Mm-hmm. So, what's the point of creating strife in a situation where you're not changing anybody's opinion about something? Mm-hmm. And in a case where that's well, going away, well, and I away, honestly think nine times out of ten, maybe not your grandfather, but the uh, the people that I'm talking about, like the the redneck dumbasses who who live in Idaho and in, in Montana, yeah. that spout all this shit about gay people and the Japanese and oh, the, yeah. the age the the Orientals yeah. and uh, uh, fucking horrible. Anyway, <laughs> uh, and the brown people and the fucking Mexicans and blah, 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 yeah. and they spout all this rhetoric. Yeah. As soon as you get those people around. Those people that they complain about, boom, they're the most politest, nicest human <laughs> beings you've ever seen in your fucking life. And I've seen this in my own parents. Yeah. In my own parents. I, they, my own parents have said, we should take all the gay people, put them on an island, and nuke it. Yeah. My parents actually said that. My mother and my father, whom I love tremendously. I love them a little bit less since they said that. <laughs> but they have met... Caleb, they have met Kevin. They have met uh, a, a lot of our gay friends, and and even the things they said about black people. They've met Mike and and some of his friends that he's brought over, uh, that were all black. They mm-hmm. they I, I got married to a, a Hispanic lady, a, 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 not just Hispanic, real fucking Mexican. Yeah. Um, and and her her brother. They met her brother, who is now Miranda, and yeah. he does not look like a brother anymore. It's his her sister. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. They were completely, utterly polite. Even after the fact, they said, God, what a nice person. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of that is probably from. A lot of that is just the bullshit that we spout. Well, no, a lot of it's from being isolated and not being exposed to people. Mm -hmm, So you you build up this fear in your head. Which is my argument and and will always be my argument that everyone should fucking travel. Everyone should go to a country that they don't speak the fucking language. They should go somewhere and do something and experience fear and and anguish and pain and, and, and experience other people to lift them up. Strangers will lift you up and say, hey, man, it's not so bad whether they have an accent or not whether they're speaking the same language or not they're going to. so to extend this to your experience mm-hmm. i've been to richmond by the way richmond what's <laughs> richmond <laughs> not another country that's canada we don't even count that as a country <laughs> have you been to I've, richmond though richmond's awesome you've taken me to richmond and we had the best foe in the world or pho wherever the fuck it's called okay Richmond feels like a different country. Yeah, Richmond is so awesome. That mall was so cool. Love it. 
I just recently went to Eastern Washington. That feels like a different country. <laughs> it feels like a different fucking planet. Uh, this no, bears like I, smoke on the outside. Your, if you really wanted to change oh, your father-in-law, yeah. oh yeah, well, I'm gonna have some. Let of me that. try this because okay, this is I. I just got done with Noda's uh, Hop Drop and Roll. Now we're opening up Sierra Nevada's Hop Hunter IPA. So this is distilled hop huh. oil. Uh, brewed from this filled hop oil. This drinks like an outside weed. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! It smells like weed. <laughs> it drinks like an outside weed. That's but I mean that oh, is wow. the best this compliment. Actually, that's this, a this is a no, really this good... is this is this drink right after a hop drop and roll. This drinks isn't. It's not as good as of an IPA. It's not as good as this. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's yeah. not as good as the Noda. Can I? Uh, can I have a drop? It's good. It's good. So we can probably have our own beer. Yeah. It, it, it's good in its own special way, but it drinks like an outside weed. <laughs> it's, it's a little skunky weed. <laughs> give me a give me a whole bottle. Man. Yeah. It's good. Weed. It's good if you're into the if you if you're into this scene. It's good. Wait, does this twist off? Not no. in Sierra Nevada. No, no. I don't. Sierra Nevada I'm does so sometimes sure make that. good fucking beer. And, yeah, they do. And I really like their uh, their beer camp that they do every yeah, year. It's and fantastic. I, I really do want to support this brewery, but a lot of times it's just like, eh, what was it they made? Just to get them an okay beer. Oh no, it wasn't Sierra Nevada. Oh, Sierra Nevada drinks like they smoke a lot of dope. <laughs> it is Chico, California. Yes, <laughs> they probably grow half the dope right yeah. there. It's like, are we putting dope in this or hops? No, no we smoked no, all the dope, dude. Come on. <laughs> it is a fucking hops. Oh, I think dude. we smoked some of the hops, too. Dude, yeah, I was just going to ask. Maybe we could smoke some of the hops. So this this beer has hop oil in it. So, yeah. Hmm. <gasps> they it's, haven't made that yet. We can do that in Washington, can't we? <laughs> yes. Holy shit. What? What? Why did I just think of this and no one else has done this yet? What? Well, exactly? Sierra Nevada's already done it. No, this is not weed. I'm talking about fucking <laughs> weed in your goddamn beer. Oh. That's a good question. Oh. I, it's something I've been thinking about, huh. but I don't know why anybody hasn't done it. Maybe it doesn't work. Maybe maybe somebody tried no, it, it and it's would horrible. Work. You take an IPA <laughs> and go a lot of hops... But then you put uh, one, you put like two part hops, two part, one part uh, fucking weed, yeah. like a really good, really flowery fucking weed. Yeah. Put that into a hop bottle. Yeah. Oh, you'd only be able to sell it in the like the weed places, but <laughs> would it not go over like gangbusters? Well, somebody's already opened up that establishment so. in Bellingham. Here we got. We uh, have like four or five. Even I was listening to. Uh, I was listening to Greg. Uh, uh, Proops? Greg Proops, which I already bought tickets for you two. If your wives yeah. want to come, oh, y'all oh, are yeah, responsible yeah, yeah. for my wife. It's on the fifteenth. Don't worry, okay. it's not on Valentine's Day. <laughs> um, which why anybody fucking celebrates that bullshit? I don't know. We don't. <laughs> Anyway, I never, I never get um, sex Greg Proops actually brought that up. He was like, "I went to Seattle and uh, uh, I, I went to go do this this." You know, I, I was like, oh, it's legal here. Let me call up. Hey, where are you guys? I want to come in. And yeah. he was like, oh, you can't come in. And it was like the guy came out with a paper bag and gave it to him. It was like, I could have done this in L.A. What are you talking 
<laughs> but and then he mentioned, and then you go to like Bellingham, Washington. There's like more pot places in Bellingham than anywhere else in the state. No, there literally, is, we have like seven. There literally is. We yeah. we have seven. Yes. Oh, I yeah. thought we had three. We have one in Blaine now. As a matter of fact, oh jeez. One Christ. one has opened up in the last. I drove by it the other day. I went, fuck. We got a pot store now. There is one. There's one in fucking Maple be, Falls. It's gonna be like Starbucks. It's gonna become like every other. There's one every in Maple block. Falls. What's it called? It's uh, God damn it. Well, that I can't that must the mean that they're Falls. actually doing pretty well. The I Green mean, yes. Spot or something yeah. like that. Yeah. The no, they're spot. doing really. Well, on Northwest well. Avenue, where I was going, is Jeff came up with this brilliant idea, which I can appreciate, but maybe I just want to drink a beer and smoke at the same time. So, in why would you do that when you can just drink a beer? Like an and edible, get a little mellow <laughs> and somewhat drunk. I just think it'd be hard to control your dosage that way because you'd be you'd be getting beer buzzed. And no, then... I wouldn't sell it in more than like four packs. Yeah, four packs is where you would keep it. So that uh, way, so you, like the three of us, we'd each have one and maybe share one, yeah. or just give one to the dog because that's hilarious. <laughs> and then we would just drink regular beer, man. So we're not the first ones to actually think along these lines. On Northwest Avenue, there's a new place called Hopheads. Where it's yeah. s- selling, they don't have the best of beers, but they do have a few good beers. Have you gone there? I have not gone there yet. Oh, okay. I just looked at their menu online, oh. and they have a few good beers. They have a lot of beer, but I, I think whoever's running it maybe doesn't have beer experience like the three of us would have. Yeah. Um, so they have a few I good beers, a, a lot of experience, and then they also sell bongs as well and munchy food. They don't just sell food; they sell munchy food. <laughs> so it's like Trader Joe's. Yeah, so, so it's like it's like Trader Joe's should just get a license and start selling <laughs> weed out the front. Of that yeah, because the no whole kidding. fucking place is like no wine, kidding. beer, munchies. <laughs> yes. No, it's, that's what I've been saying since I ever went to Trader Joe's. Was Trader Joe's was like munchy food? It was like yeah. that's where you go when you that's get really they're, high. They're like the perfect place too. Yeah. That's why they're like perfectly there seems located. stoned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you can wander down from fucking Coulson and go, fucking, I'm high and I'm drunk. Need some. There's Trader Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> so, they have yeah. barbecue corn nuts. <laughs> Everything at Trader Joe's can go yeah, in the microwave. Yeah, but it's organic corn nuts. Mm. So, fuck you in a it's hand. It's Trader basket. Joe's brand. Barbecue corn nuts. No, we're buying actually the uh, the shampoo, their Trader Joe's shampoo now. Yeah, they have a lot of good stuff in there. Their coffee's really good. Little, little. I gotta find a new coffee. coffee. He suggested the the abyss. The abyss is really a really good coffee. The, the, you have to say it that way too. You have to say it that way every time. It's roasted well, by. Why Mocha. would you have to say it? The abyss. The abyss. It's the abyss. <laughs> it's the abyss. You have to lower the voice. You have to become a movie uh, movie narrator at that point. You have to become John Goodman. Or a trailer narrator. John Goodman yeah. can. Say I've been it. drinking <laughs> the abyss for about four years, and it's probably time for me to move on, just because my palate has yeah. gotten so used to it. I actually, I, I made to... fun of you the other day at work. Oh, I totally made fun of you at work. It works day. better when you make fun of me in front of me. But I know, I know, but I had to say it because it made everybody laugh. And uh, uh, one of my minions went to go buy us all coffee. And uh, uh, <laughs> minions? <laughs> yes, I have minions and underlings. Oh, good. I like that. Squeeze me. Yeah. I've tried to make them fight for my amusement, but it never worked. <laughs> Um, but one of my minions went to go uh, uh, buy coffee at the barista that we have in the place, and he was like, "What do you want?" And the the my my text went, "I need a a non fat low so this long ridiculous thing about a latte." And I went, "You know what? I would like 
a uh, what are they called? Uh, not the frappuccinos, but there's uh, uh, I don't remember some ridiculous coffee that people order. And it was like, you know what? I want grass fed. This. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, but non fat grass fed. This it has to be organic, and then the cow has to be named. He added a dust. So I went is it totally Portlandia on it. Is it gluten free? <laughs> yeah, but um, can you wait and uh, make sure it's non GMO? <laughs> And make sure that they don't get the temperature too high to kill and all the nutrients. The in there. milk, the milk is it local? That's what I said. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I, I want the cream to be uh, grass fed cream <laughs> by a cow named Ted. Yeah. Do you have any information about Ted? <laughs> was he raised? We need to know about Ted. Yeah, that was such a great episode of Portland. So <laughs> yeah, that was. So to me, it sounds Come like we've, we've got a ring at the doorbell. You I better know. have pizza. At this point, I know we got Rick running away, hitting the pizza? table. No, fuck you. His hair's not wet. He was <laughs> he was supposed to go swimming, but his hair's not wet, so he was out smoking yeah, weed. Doing stuff with my friends. Okay. We watched doing stuff. You watched what? We got food and then we watched a hockey game. It was pretty okay. boring. It was fun because we made fun of people. Yeah. <laughs> right much, on. Right on. How much weed did you smoke? Come here. All right. You can tell me. It's 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 <laughs> douchebags on ice. Yeah. Anyway. So uh, I feel like we're uh, wrapping it up. I think we're wrapping. No, we should have wrapped it up about twenty five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. But we still get shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking peanut gallery. Fucking peanut gallery. I love it. I love it. Like my, my child has the piss off the adults in that I had as a kid. Well, I th- all kids have that. Please. Um. Yeah, but he's kind of he's he does it the same way I did it. So that's I like that. Yeah, but how much weed was he out smoking? Because you know oh, just, he's that's enough. <laughs> if two ounces. You don't even know what two ounces is. He went to go swimming. That's awesome. Two hours anyway. ago, and he's rolling back going, so, oh, the pool was closed. Final thoughts. <laughs> I hope it was final good thought. weed, Mason. Dude, this has been the most beery beer podcast we've ever yeah, beery done. Yeah, I no. actually feel like we need to change our name because we're talking I know. I need a fucking beery mark. <laughs> <laughs> I would say we talked more about beer the episode that got lost with Miller. That was... That was all beer. We, that was all the beer all the time. time. But that was a lot oh. like this one, except yeah. it was with Miller, which yeah. doesn't count. It does, and it got lost. So it yeah, got lost. Yeah. Well, I yeah. recorded over it with the drunk episode <laughs> of you and me and Miller. <laughs> Fuck. Just remember, I was so drunk don't by the give end of the, the after recording the same file name as the main <laughs> no recording. Shit. And when it, it says, "Do you like, want to save over?" Do you want to save over? <laughs> oh, sure. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, we're done recording. Dumbass. Click. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> oh, well, what are you going to do? Man? Yeah, life goes do? on. So, anyway, that's Hey, our, this is that's number 34. Final... I know. Despite our few skippings and this, this that, and the other. When we hit 40-something, we'll have as many as uh, Table 9 Club. What's, what is it, What's Table, Table 9, 9 Club? Club? Yeah, another podcast. Table 9 was, uh, if you've seen this movie with Adam Sandler, The Wedding Singer, there was Table 9 was had all the miscreants at it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. I, I never saw that movie, but I know that reference because I everyone has seen that movie except for me. That, um, anyway, that let's podcast. sign off right now so we can have the after podcast. Yeah. Fuck, I want to keep getting... Can I sleep here? Because I'm just going to get drunk now. I might just get housed. I I'm already halfway there. Okay, right. let's do it. Uh, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, this has been Peer Plus th- Peer Plus Three. Peer plus th- this has been Beer Plus Three. Um, 
somewhat housed episode, and strangely enough, a beer episode. Say goodnight, Ned. Goodnight, Ned. Goodnight, Ned. Goodnight, Ned. Well, that was a fantastic show, but now it's time for listener mail. A concerned listener asks us. What was so funny about me liking RC Cola? Mike, do you have a response for this question? Squishy good. Jeff, how about you? Titty sprinkles. And there you have it. Beer Plus 3 featured Jeff Squatman, Michael Zamora, and Rick Anderson. Please subscribe so you won't miss out on future alcohol-fueled antics. You can find Beer Plus 3 on iTunes, SoundCloud.com, Stitcher, and anywhere else finer podcasts are sold. Also connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or email us at beerplus3 at gmail.com. Good night. Which oh my one? god, this is this is much better beer. What, which one was Phoebe? Phoebe was the, the dumb blonde, the oldest one. She was like 40 when they started making that damn oh. show or something. Everyone else was like in their 20s. She was much older than the rest of them. She was, yeah, in her she was cute, cute enough. Yeah, and she was really funny, and she was the only one that didn't really make an emotional railroad of the entirety of the thing. Mm, the rest yeah, of I picked it. the rest of that. Yeah. I got um, Deanne was really into Friends, and she was, you know, she kept begging me and begging me, just you gotta watch it with me. It's funnier than you think it is. And some of it is like, actually really funny. I, I have to say, I was amazed. I, I was like, oh, okay, there's stuff in here that's actually kind of funny. The, the I, er, there's an early episode where hopefully I don't rip anything. Uh, who is it? Jennifer Aniston's character and Courtney Cox's character have pretended they swapped names so she could get her insurance, use her insurance. Oh. One of them. And they meet a couple of doctors, and so they have to keep playing this game. These two doctors want to double date them. So they have to keep playing this game with each other's names. And at one point, one of them says something about, well, I'm just such a klutz. And the other one going, oh, well, so am I. Yeah, they keep going back, and it builds and builds. And finally, one of them just blurts out, she goes, well, I sleep with guys on the first date. It's <laughs> like, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, no, it has some really, That was really... actually really funny. Oh. Can I get a blue pill? A blue pill? You did that last time oh. I made this joke. What the heck is this? <laughs> I will always do that. I will always say well, a blue pill. <laughs> what is this? This is uh, Bellevue Brewing. Um, this is their uh, winter ale. And Mil- Miller told me that Bellevue Brewing is good. I said, well, I'll take your word for it. I mean, I, I kind of trust Miller when it comes to beer, you know. Yeah. Movies, not so much. But when it comes to beer. Movies, not so much. What, what kind of movies does he like? I've never really talked to him about um, film or movies. Yeah, or anything. you know, I think I tried to a few times. And me? then I just kind of realized that him and I were just not, you know, movie buddies. That's okay. Yeah. Um, yes, but you, I bet you both love The Fast and the Furious. No. He don't He doesn't like that shit. Really? It's a great series. I'm telling you, it's like the it's like the biggest series ever. Like it's made more money than any other the- theatrical I series. Doubt that. Mm-hmm. No, it's true. Yeah, it could be true. It's true. Yeah, yeah, it's dead true. Can you I, hear me? Because mm. that does not look very good. Um, I can turn you up. I had you turned down because you were the only one holding your mic right next to your mouth. <sighs> right next to my mouth. Right next to your I mouth. I can always do this. Yeah, yeah. Go for it. How's that? Did that you get a Tenga nice. egg, Jeff? What? Did you get a Tenga egg? I did. Oh, I did. And I I don't know how to use it. I honestly don't know how to use it. 
uh, I figured out how to use. There mine. might be videos online. You know, I, I might be able to confirm that there's a. Okay, Google. Videos. <laughs> <laughs> how do I hump this egg? <laughs> no, I, I realized that I have to put the uh, the the fun rubbery part on my uh, um, not so fun yeah. softy bits. <laughs> so that didn't work out very well. Not so fun, softy. Well, I, I, I nutted like five times in twenty minutes. I go, oh, this feels pretty good. But then I was kind of getting a hole in the end of it. I was like, oh, well, that's a bummer. But you know, it's kind of a throwaway device. So. Now we know Nicole's Nicole's always no, so what, grumpy. What, what exactly is it supposed to do? Is it supposed to make things like larger for the other person? No, it's just, it just seems... for yourself. It's just a jerk off. Mm. Oh, is that what it's for? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I didn't use it because I would have used it wrong. <laughs> 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 no, I thought it, I thought it was appropriate since we were going to be talking about jerking off on the podcast. Oh I thought, God. okay, Wait, didn't we just cover that on the last podcast? <laughs> we did. Like half of our podcast is yeah. masturbation. Yes. Masturbation. Well, isn't that we, we have to have like the little you know moment right where right. the five ten minutes of talking about it per per episode. All right. Yeah. <laughs> there always has to be innuendo in the the episode title name as well. Might as well just get it out of the way. Yeah. Wank shaming. <laughs> Fuck, I got Tinder dropped for mentioning that. Like, I, I posted a little picture of myself and, and the episode number, and I was like, oh, they we're talking about jerking off. And somebody I'd been talking to just, like, vanished. They just put block on me. I was like, wow, why? You know what? I didn't want to be your fucking friend anyways if I can't talk about jerking off. That's, who is You're that? Cool. Weird. Who is this? There's somebody on Tinder. Mike, I'm I'm turning your volume up a little bit because you're still quiet, so don't lean too far into it. I will yeah, lean gonna, into it. Lean you're gonna, into it. You're going to peek me out. Mm. Peek me out. Peek me out. That's very tasty. Compared oh, that's to that a delicious beer, isn't it? Oh, that's yeah. a great beer. And what, what's it called again? It's Bellevue Brewing's Winter Ale. Yeah. Oh, shit. Boom. There it is. Winter <laughs> Ale. West Coast Double Red Ale. That's a red. I would have never guessed that was a red. An ale, oh. certainly. Definitely. I honestly didn't know it was a red either. I thought it was like a coffee But coffee. now that you say that, it makes sense. Flavor-wise. Yeah, but no, not even flavor-wise. Yeah, no it's fla- really fuzzy, fizzy for a, a red. I mean, I'm, I'm not used to a red being quite that fizzy, but it really works well. Yeah. And it's very alcoholic, which makes it that much better <laughs> for me. You know, I looked up, I finally looked up what all these uh, acronyms mean related to beer. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I, I want to know what all this shit means now when you see ABV and yeah. IP. Okay, ABV beer. and IBUs I got. IBUs, but yeah. It's, it's gravity that I, I tend to like, oh, I, mean, oh. I know it has to do with al- vo- uh, vo- yeah. volume if you've ever, alcohol. If you've ever made beer, you know about gravity. Yeah. I didn't even encounter that gravity. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's a new one to me. I'm yeah, but IBUs and ABVs, I'm all over. Ooh, gravity, ooh, I look ooh. at that and I go, huh, They've I don't got know what that means. pairing suggestions yeah. right on the fucking model. These people were thinking... Well, there's one. Of course, they were thinking. Of course, there's pairings. It's from Bellevue, the whitest place on the planet. It's up. <laughs> one of them I noticed was upside down. What does the upside down one say? Because I was like, well, what, what, they want me to hold the bottle upside down to read this. What am I? Well, they got uh, pairing suggestions: roasted turkey, roast beef, grilled salmon, mashed potatoes, and gravy. Turkey, candied pork. yams, green beans, pecan pie. Ch- what the fuck? Char sounds like cut- a. Tree? I don't know what that is. Charcuterie. Sorry. Charcuterie. You might know what that okay. is. You're, you're more that's the only one. You're much so more far, foodie than that's I. That's the only one thing so far on the list that you can't get in a TV dinner. 
<laughs> yeah, pretty much. And stinky cheeses. <laughs> there you go. Now, what do, you, what do you mean, what's upside down? I didn't. I thought one of those. I thought I seen upside. something on the label at the front that was like written upside down. And I was like trying to read it while I was standing there, but I was just so fucking pissed off about it, looking at the Elysian bottle. Oh, here it is. I see what you're talking about. Just so you guys are aware, my kids, <laughs> both of my kids, will probably come home at some point during this. Right. So just so you're not surprised. We're gonna welcome them on to the podcast. Yeah. All right, we're taking off our clothes. <laughs> This 22 bottle of expertly crafted beer, you've, I can't see a fucking, this thing is glaring. Oh, hey, look at that. That must be getting old. Uh, Beer you're about to enjoy is all the permission you need to slow down and decompress for a while. You've earned it. Enjoy. Ooh. Just need some sexy music in the background while you're reading it. <laughs> Let's get it on. Speaking of getting it on, it's 12 minutes in. I say we get it on. All right, all right. Here we, we have go. the topic list. <gasps> yeah, I got uh, Mike's Angry Beer, uh, Net Neutrality, mm-hmm. um, and Sexuality in the New Millennium. Um, those are the only three I got so far. You mentioned something about Papa Bell or something. Uh, I don't know, Papa Bell, PB. Mubbledy bubbledy muggles muggles on acid okay muggles on acid mubbledy pig oh we're gonna go into that gotta bring that up okay eggs I don't even know what the hell that is but uh, those are are gonna be our four goddammits and I will list them after uh, this lovely introduction that I incredibly quickly wrote towards the end of the day because I came into the office at ten I didn't go back to the office until seven so wow. So it was a very long, arduous day. I bet. Let me see if I can get into character. <laughs> Center yourself. Center Mike, yourself. Mike, do the thing. Mecca lecka high, mecca honey ho. Mecca lecka high, mecca honey ho. Mecca lecka high, mecca honey ho. I think we're there. Oh, thank you. 